Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey! Oh! Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Who gave that high right there? Me. That was nice. Thank you. King Scott's here. Good morning. Good morning to you. Feels good. We all have a good Easter. Yep. You nice. Did. Yeah, it's so tight. You guys go anywhere? Uh, yeah, we went everywhere. <laughs> oh, so her mom, her dad's, my parents. Oh, so world tour, was, man. The world tour, huh? Yeah. The weather affect you? No, not one bit. The weather was. Uh, everybody, you know, we're gonna get three to five inches. Like, oh, no, it, was, it was sleeting though. I mean, yeah. my deck was covered with the same with the, ice the, the roads were fine. Like there was nothing going on. I mean, here was me yesterday. We'll probably sit around and. Cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting around eating soups and getting all fat and sassy. That was me. Fat and sassy. sassy. Well, you guys did great on the roads yesterday, by the way. Uh, From 3 to 9 p.m. yesterday, uh, Troop C... Uh, the Missouri State Highway Patrol says there were a total of 107 calls for service, 31 stranded drivers, and four injuries, in addition to the crashes, which were... Uh, That's insanity. Uh, which were totaling... Oh, 76. 76 crashes yesterday. Nice. Wow. Between oh, 3 God. and 9 o'clock yesterday. That, that is Way to go, guys. Way to go. And that, again... Well done. That is, <laughs> that is two two types of people. Two types of people. That caused those crashes. The people that go 95 that go, let's just get home. And the people that go 15. Now, it's going 90 miles an hour because I got four-wheel drive. That's right. I got okay. me a big old truck. 
I, I went over to Edwardsville, and on the way back, that's when it, like, right before I hit Missouri is when it really started sleeting nasty, nasty bad. And that was the two I saw, Tony, exactly. People going 100 miles an hour, yeah. people going 15. Like, just go. Both like, just as dangerous. I, like, on the way home from my parents' house, it was it was snowing slash sleeting pretty good, and I just went 50. Mm. And so we were all good. 76 crashes, according to Troop C, of the Missouri State Highway Patrol, and they cover Franklin, Jefferson, Lincoln, Perry, Pike, St. Charles, Fra- uh, St. Francis, St. Louis, St. Genevieve, Warren, and Washington counties. I mean, it's a big area. Yeah. But still, though, 76 crashes. Damn. Yeah, it's a big area, but you're talking six hours, right? Yeah, right from three there. to nine. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the ice started around three, which how many people woke up yesterday morning and were like, sunny out. Right. What the hell are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, they missed another one. Way to go, dummies. That's what I said. <laughs> and then, you know, the clouds kind of roll in. and Yeah, I had a nice day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a good day. And then, had, all this, uh, then all of a sudden, 8 o'clock that night, you hear people spinning their wheels outside on the on the road. I don't know if you guys can hear that from where you are, but when the, when the weather's bad, I hear spinning wheels all the time. Oh, you're on a little hill. Yeah, I'm on a little bit of a hill. Uh-huh. That's how you can kind of give a barometer how bad it is outside. Let's just listen outside. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hearing the door. Front wheel drive spinning. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I, I really put on uh, pants yesterday. Oh, man, good for you. <laughs> I mean, I had like basketball shorts on. I was fine. Well, Jesus didn't have pants on. No, no. Well, I, I wore I wore a robe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sandals and a robe. I, I pushed the I... rock away from the door, and I was like, ah, happy Easter, guys. <laughs> No, I drank a couple Manhattans yesterday. Had the neighbors over. Had a nice little dinner. All good. You didn't put. You, did you? You had the neighbors over in the basketball shorts. Yeah. Why not? All right. <laughs> I said, if you come over, I mean, this is what I'm going to be in. Why? Why dress up? They were Easter shorts, though. right? Like you've been warned. Like I warned you. This is not a formal affair. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, if you want to come over, have some drinks. Great, I'm not putting pants on. Perfect. <laughs> I think yesterday on on Easter, actually, ironically, I think I, I had my Birkenstocks on yesterday for a short bit because I was going in and out barbecuing or grilling, sorry. So I didn't want to wear the wet shoes inside, so I just wear the Birks out, and then I would just leave them, you know, right inside the door. How ironic. I was wearing Birkenstocks yesterday. Hmm. Like Jesus. Jesus wore Birkenstocks, too, yes, right? Yes, he did, yeah. Nice. I'm not quite sure. For a if, spokesperson. If he, uh-huh. yeah. Air Jesus. If he was rocking Air the Jesus. <laughs> Sure, they weren't real leather, though. Yeah, he was the first uh, celebrity shoe endorser. That's right. <laughs> That's a fun fact. I like when 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 fellas out at bars rock the Jesus mandals. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. The straps that are crossing, and you still see your patoots, but you got like the lattice, the leather lattice. Ah, yes. Over your, yes. I'm like, like, you got it, man. <laughs> That's the yes. best. Yes. We did the Easter egg hunt at the house while inside. Because of the weather. Well, and we colored the eggs. We colored the eggs on on Saturday, as is a uh, risotto tradition. Mm-hmm. We get the uh, the Paz P A A S little cups. You put the vinegar in there and the water, and good times. The kids dip. We yell and then put the <laughs> eggs away, and then the Easter Bunny hides them at a little egg hunt. Now, why is there yelling? Because he's always yelling. Okay. <laughs> True sign of Easter. And we had a nice little Easter egg hunt uh, that morning. The kids got the Easter baskets. And it was great. I think the kids did well, actually, as far as their 
Easter baskets go. Yeah. Good. I got uh, double stuffed Oreos. You did? Yeah. In your basket? I sure did. Sure. And did you know that on the double stuff on the package, stuff is told, spelled with one F? Everybody knew that. Duh. I did not know that, but don't look up the meaning in front of a bunch of minors and start. If you just type in double stuff. Oh, Jeff. Gosh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was at the breakfast table. Why would you look that up? Because I was. We were all trying to debate. It's like, why does it? Why is there only one F? Should it be F E D? You know, double stuffed. Mm-hmm. I looked it up and just started reading, and boy, I stopped right away. <laughs> you know what? Easter candy is like Halloween candy without having to do any walking to get it. That's really what it is. Mm -hmm. So in a way, you know, your kids should be kind of happy with whatever you get. No complaining. You don't have to do any work for this. At least with Halloween, you know, you could complain because you walked all this way up the driveway, rang the doorbell, had to tell a dumb joke, whatever. Thought into a costume. Get dressed up. Yeah. With Easter candy, you know what? You get what you get. <laughs> right? <laughs> but there are the favorites, though. I mean, I love Easter because of the uh, the Cadbury eggs, my favorites. Mm. Those are good. Oh, yeah. man. Best. You say you didn't like the uh, the Robin's eggs, though, huh? Like the, the malted? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't oh, like those. Oh, malted. I love, I love that. I don't yeah. like those. The best. My kids are split down the middle. Some of them are like, yeah, those are good. And some are like, oh. And every year, I'll eat them hoping that this is the year I like them, and it just hasn't happened. Bummer. In 39 years, it just has not happened. You know, there's a couple different brands. Some taste super artificial and have this terrible aftertaste, but the official ones, they're Whoppers. The Whoppers Robin's Eggs. Yeah. Oh, are the official so ones jam. are good. Maybe my mom just bought us knockoff ones. Yeah. You probably, you probably got malted milk eggs. And, and they were like, a, it's a terrible aftertaste. Yeah, those are the fake ones. I mean, the you know, the... Knockoff Whoppers are bad. I agree. Yeah, it's got a really terrible plasticky aftertaste. The, the the legit ones, as long as you're not eating a bucket of them, very, very minimal aftertaste. Like a terrible aftertaste. Yeah, they're very chemical-y. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one in years, and I, I, could, I even talking about it, I, could st- I still have the taste in my mouth. <laughs> but by far, the Cadbury eggs are my favorites. Mm. And I'll make my wife get the kids the eggs. Just so you can eat them? Just so I could eat them. That's a strong dad move. We didn't have any this year, now that I think about it. And, like, I'm I'm saying to myself, why don't I just go buy them for myself? Instead of just going through the whole pomp and circumstance of putting them in the kids' baskets and me eating them anyway because they don't really like them. And now they got the mini ones. The mini Cadbury eggs. See, I thought the last time I bought the mini Cadbury eggs, it was it was not the same. Oh, it's not? Because I got the mini ones, too. I don't think they were stuffed. Like, it was like just a chocolate egg. Oh, no. I, mean, I was just going to have to look that up. Is oh, it, no. Is it completely just scaled down? Like, is the ratio the same? Of, you know, <laughs> Ratio's huge. Goop yeah. and chocolate? Got to have the right ratio. So the website, uh, Thrillist, put together a ranking of Easter candies from the best thing to get in your basket to the worst. You're bombed. This is what you bought? Mini Cadbury eggs? No, they they almost came. It looked like a uh, looked like a like an egg container, like an egg carton. Because this says mini eggs, Cadbury mini eggs. It's milk chocolate and a crisp sugar shell. Oh, That's it. well, I got some regular eggs too, so we're good.
Now, see, those yeah, are the cream those egg. are the OGs. Okay, yes, those are the OGs though. Those are the those are the. Mini. So it says mini cream eggs. Okay, yeah, that's it's got to say the cream eggs. That's, that's so cute. I've never seen them come in a uh, in a in an egg carton like that. Yeah, that's what we got. I always have to, I always buy them individually. Those are the mini ones. Oh, those are those the, are the mini ones. Yeah. Oh. Mini cream eggs. I'll have yes. to look out right, for so those I'm on good. sale now. This post Easter. I was gonna say, guys, seriously, and 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 this is not a joke. If you go to Walgreens today. If you want to brave that aisle, clearance. I mean, you better bring some pads, like some elbow pads, some knee pads, or get them there. It's thunder. Jeff, you thunder got your knee pads, right? <laughs> yeah, they're out in the trunk, dude. It's it's, it's <laughs> there's a little bit of there's a little bit of blood on them, but it'll be Thunderdome at Walgreens today, and that's not. I'm not kidding about that because everything's like seventy percent off. <laughs> I'm wondering why I'm gonna have to bring knee pads. <laughs> Because you're going to be thrown on the ground. Oh, okay, if there's one of something left. Yeah, shopping in that aisle today is a contact sport. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ah, uh-huh. one left. You know what I love? What am I have to do for this? <laughs> yeah, you know what well, I love? You got the knee pads on. <laughs> I yeah. ended up eating more because um, when we were dividing, I'm sorry, when the bunny was dividing the uh, the the candy amongst the, the the kiddos. Anytime there was an extra of something, I was like, well, what am I going to do with this? I'll just eat. I'll just. I'm going to be fair. Better, and man. Better, better, yeah. Those so. those Reese's eggs. Oh, those are. Those yeah, are that's the on this jam. list. The 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 ranking of Easter candies best to worst. And I got the top ten. Those got to be top three. Oh yeah, that's number two. The the Reese's eggs. Reese's peanut butter cup eggs. That's number yeah, two. Those good are so good. Oh, it's man. a softer, yeah. easier version. Of Don't look the, at the list of the peanut butter cup. I'm not. I'm not. Go ahead. What do we got? Jelly bellies. Jelly bellies. Well, jelly beans. Number seven. All right. Cadbury egg. Cadbury egg is number five. Number eight. Whoa. The big Cadbury eggs. Number eight. Mini Cadbury eggs, number six, wow. which I will disagree with. <laughs> um, M&M's, the pastel colors. Or whatever. Number three. Look at you. Good job. I was gonna say Thank that. you. Where, what about, oh, we had a lot of Hershey's Kisses. <sighs> Hershey Kisses, but not I, I, on the I list. I don't feel like they do too much. I mean, you're missing a Easter. big one. I am? Skittles? No Skittles. No Skittles. Let me oh, just the put chocolate it this bunny. Way. I was just going to say, oh, I'll put it this way. Number one, giant that, chocolate bunny. Number one. The n- number one on their list is number a thousand on my list. We didn't do any chocolate bunnies. Uh, giant chocolate bunnies, number one. Okay, how about uh, how about Peeps? Peeps, number five. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, bruh. Uh, Snickers. I saw those yesterday. We talked about it. I know. I. Oh, the the uh, malt malted milk egg. Oh, yes. oh okay, okay. 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 number nine. Oh man, number nine. What else is there? Gummy candies of any kind, number four, and white chocolate. See, that's number one on my list. White chocolate? Oh, you get out of here. I don't like chocolate, so of course that's number one on my list. <laughs> like every yeah. every year, like my mom would buy me a, a giant white chocolate bunny. Yeah, my dad, my dad's favorite thing is white chocolate. Mine too, oh, man. I, I love it. My mom's favorite is it. dark chocolate, and they continue to try to give it to my kids, and my kids are like, ah, "Nah, you can, you keep that." Yeah, guys. I like dark chocolate. What about, uh, and this isn't in the basket, but just food at a gathering for Easter. I guess it's an Easter thing, but um, uh, eggs, the uh, deviled eggs. You guys deviled egg fans? Hell yes. Nah. Oh, dude. I had two different kinds Sound yesterday. My, my sister-in-law and my brother both made them, and I could have just eaten those. See, Nothing better than a breakfast. really, really good, good egg like that. That's, it's just, uh, that was my oh. breakfast this morning. Deviled eggs? Oh, uh, deviled eggs. So good. My fridge smells like eggs. As soon as you open it, there's so many eggs in there. But that's all. All the, all the kids like hard boiled, hard boiled eggs. I just yeah. don't because there's so much work involved. Oh God, 
Uh, that's what, that's what I've been eating. Like that's like one of the allowed foods right now after my surgery, and it's just such I it's such a pain in the ass. It's such a pain <laughs> in the ass that I bought one of those dumb infomercial cook in the microwave easy egg things. <laughs> I bought those. They haven't showed up yet, but I bought them, and I know that they're not going to work. But it's going to be better because I cannot stand peeling a hard-boiled egg. So what's the oh, point dude, of the there's a, there's a, there's, I'm sorry. There's a there's a thing on uh, Instagram that it's like, and I don't know if it works. It's maybe a method. It's a, no, it's a it's a it's a clear plastic. It looks like an egg. I literally just said I just bought that. Oh, that's what <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the clear okay. thing that you crack the egg into and then cook it up in the microwave. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I, that's or you, or that's you not what I got from your yeah. description. Okay. Oh, wait yeah. a second. So, so you, that doesn't work? Or you? I don't know. I haven't got, got it yet. Okay. So you pour it into a phony shell. shell. Correct. And, and then, then, then you put a lid on it and you can boil it or microwave. And then you just open it and there it is. That's why I'm going. This there's no way this can work. But if it does, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a silicone container. And you so where does the egg go? You just crack EPA the egg in Think of an egg-shaped container. No, I know, but will the yolk go to the top or stay in the middle? If you pour it very carefully, it'll go right in the middle and it'll cover up with the white around yeah. it. Yeah. Good huh. luck with that. I gotta see that. You're getting a scr- you're basically just getting a scrambled egg. But you can no, make without scrambling it. You bet egg, it hard eggletts. boils. Eggletts. Eggletts is what they're called. You can make designs in there it. There it is. Oh, the old egglet. <laughs> That seems like a lot of work too. I'm out. <laughs> is that a joke? A I don't know. Yeah. Or is that real? No, that's 100 percent real, as seen on TV. Egglets. That's what you bought. Yeah, that's 100 percent it. Oh, look at that. Oh yeah. So you just crack your egg in there, and you could even build like little omelet stuff. Then you put them in there. Oh, you... I thought you said you microwave them. You can microwave them if you wanted to. Oh, but you can also hard boil them. Hard boil them like normal. Oh. Wow. And then they just bloop, pop right on out. There it is. Yeah. Okay. It works like that. That's fantastic. Oh, and you squeeze it out? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Just like the chicken does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you squeeze that out the of the wall. Literally just, the woman literally just said, my question is, is what happens to the yolk? And there it is. It there it is. Identical. In the middle. Right How there in the middle. Huh. Look at that. The well, egglet. I know for a fact that I'm going to use it and and it's going to seep out and there's just going to be a yeah, disaster. Yeah, it's not going to be... <laughs> I love how you're reviewing a product before it even showed up. Anybody uh, play any pranks no. yesterday, uh, yeah. April Fool's Day? Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, we got the kids. We had a ton of cousins around, and my cousin came up with this idea that he got a text message from the Easter Bunny, and there's this whole amazing poem about money and cards and all this stuff, and he's like, there's only five in the backyard. So they all ran out there, and they looked for about 20 minutes, and then he's like, oh, wait, I got another text message. Oh, so you pulled the, yeah. hey, Easter egg hunt outside when there's no eggs. Well, we did the giant Easter Like, we had them all over the yard, and then he's like, there's a second part to this now. He's like, I just got a text message. No, so after they found it all. <laughs> it was great. That was during the thunder snow, right? It was <laughs> right before. Outside? Right before. It was still sunny out there. Uh-huh. But awesome. their face, it, it is worth it to see the face. <laughs> it is worth it to watch them get so disappointed. <laughs> you know, and, and did you see some of the corporate, you know, uh, some of these companies? And, and it's pretty much... Every brand now rolls out some kind of fake product or announcement for April Fool's Day, and most of them are terrible. Hmm. There was a bunch yesterday. Uh, Burger King yesterday announced the uh, the uh, chocolate Whopper with chocolate cake buns, a chocolate patty, raspberry syrup ketchup, white chocolate onions, milk chocolate lettuce, vanilla frosting mayo, and candied blood orange tomatoes. How many people read that and went, I don't know, that doesn't sound terrible. That doesn't sound bad. Chocolate Whopper. Coming 
Maybe. Yeah, people say it's horrible. We'll just say April Fool's. Uh, Cup of Noodles teamed up with a company called Zenny Optical to make uh, steam-proof glasses for ramen eating. Zenny Optical is one of the greatest websites ever, FYI. And the glasses have a tiny built-in fan that blows away steam, plus they have a detachable fork on the side. That's that hilarious. That up being a joke. And as far as I know, neither company had any plans to turn their quote-unquote pranks into real items that they sell. But in both cases, you know how they really should? Because I think they're just leaving money on the table. Absolutely. I saw, like, a couple apps that, that did it. Like, for example, The Chive, who, like, they post, like, you know, funny videos and, like, good-looking chicks and things like that. They For some reason, every post they put up yesterday had to do with bees. Like, the history of bees. Hmm. And then, like, I don't know if you know the app Time Hop on your phone, yes. which basically tells you, like, what happened four years ago on your social media. They, like, did something in the future. Like, it was, you know, like your posts from the future. And it was like, just took a BuzzFeed quiz. Do you know that there's 78 other planets out there and I should be living on Zargon? Weird. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what did your Time Hop say yesterday? My future Time Hop? Your kind past of- Time Hop. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you mean the fact that it was one year anniversary of this show? Well, no, it was one year. It was four years. Oh, the the anniversary of this four show. Four years ago, yesterday, we uh, we started the show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we're in year number five right now. Yeah. It just started. Happy year birthday. five. <laughs> year five. Wow. Great show. We're in it. Look at that. We're in it, guys. Did year anybody, five. Did anybody see the Jameson April Fool's one? No. They came out with uh, Jameson Space Aged. And they had a whole video and everything. This is on Instagram where they where they took some Jameson and they shot it into orbit, and they had it age in mm. orbit in space. <laughs> and I literally started looking it up to see if that was real or no, not because they had did. video that shot it up, you know, just certain a certain amount yeah, into space, yeah. you know. And did you really it think it was true? I, I really wanted it to be true. You well, know what I mean? A, well, tell tell them what you did with your dishwasher. Oh, that this is this same guy. The new one. Listen to what. Yeah, you know. Uh, you got a new dishwasher? Oh, yeah, like less than a month old, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like two weeks old, something like that. And <laughs> I went to several different places, and we always talk about that Sears outlet in Fenton. Yeah. Huh? So I get the thing delivered, a couple of guys delivered, and it's great, it's fantastic. They bring it in, and they took out, I already took out the old one, and they took it away, but I didn't pay the 100 bucks to have the new one put in, obviously, because I can do that myself. Sure. Look at Mr. Handy Guy over here. Yeah, it took me five hours. And I took the box off, and it was connected to a wood frame on the bottom. Mm-hmm. With these huge, big old screws that you couldn't, you had to have a certain tool to open. And I got pissed because I bought how many, th- how many, two dishwashers at this Sears outlet after shopping around to Home Depot and to Lowe's and all this other stuff. And I never had the wood frame on the bottom and I did not have the correct tool. It looked like something that the people there had to take off. So I called Sears and the guy's like, Yeah, I don't know what you're, what you're talking about, the wood frame. Let me ask the guys in the back, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. I'm like, Great. Let me ring up the fellas in the back. Hey, cool, fellas. Man. Cool. I wait, and he's like, well, you can take uh, some uh, uh, this a certain, certain sort of a socket wrench, and you can do this and get this. I'm like, why is this thing on here? I don't understand why there's a wood frame on there. And he's like, sir, I, I don't know what to tell you, blah, blah, blah. I bought it at Home Depot. <laughs> but I called Sears and uh, reamed the Sears guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I hung up the phone. I was like, son of a bitch. Did I buy something? You Because also water came out of it when I tipped it over. Uh, so I called him about that, too. And I start looking at the receipt going, did I buy a used one? 
Where's that Sears receipt? Well, here's a Home Depot receipt. Yeah, which has a dishwasher on it. That's our Jeff. <sighs> yeah, right, man. Not really. <laughs> There's a lot going on up here, That's our man. Jeff. I know. Huh? I know. God, I felt so bad. I, thought... <laughs> <sighs> I felt so bad. I mean, I didn't ream the guy, but I did have a little bit of attitude. So I'd like to apologize. I think you should call him up. You think so? <laughs> yeah. All right, I will. You're going to tell him? You're going to tell him you didn't even buy their product? <laughs> I think you should call him up. I'm Jeff, sorry, this isn't it. the first time something like this has happened. No, it's not. Remember the gift card from yeah. one restaurant, and he ordered at the other restaurant, and then tried yeah, to pay with the a, gift what, card? a Lion's Choice gift card. He went to Arby's. Yeah, they, hey, they both got roast beef. <laughs> That's still different. I bought. Remember, I bought a TV in the electronics and paid for it in the electronics department at Walmart. And then, as I was walking through Walmart, I went to the counter up front and tried to pay for it again. <laughs> <laughs> We need to take away his keys. It's Jeff. The, the lady's like, it's not ringing. Hey, it's guys, not ringing. Jeff, go, about the driving mm. thing. Wait, wait one second. Dude, I just remembered. You owe me like 500 bucks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Sexy time fun facts later on. Sex toy of the week. Jeff, let's get to some emails, if you could. Yeah, we talked about uh, somebody emailing and said, hey, I got an 11-year-old that really wants Snapchat. And we kind of threw it around, would we let our 11-year-old have Snapchat? And I think overall we were like, no way, right? Yeah. A little early. Even, what is the point of Snapchat? Yeah. A lot of people use it for filters. I think the only real uh, good reason, I know this is, this is going to sound real crappy, but one of the main good reasons for like us, if we would have a, like – if we would have like a, a show Snapchat would be interaction individually with listeners without having to give a phone number. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay. Like there are sometimes like if I would use it to contact um, a different, you know, somebody that I knew through the show that maybe not good enough friends to give my number out to, but still want to be in contact with them. To me, it just seems very shady. Or I, I, I mean, should I shouldn't say that I should say it's very easy to be shady. That's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily think Snapchat in whole is shady, but it's easy to be shady using Snapchat. Well, I, listen, I I I was saying ah, ten years old. I think ten years old for so, any yeah, so, app. I was just gonna say social media in general. <sighs> yeah. And I I got this. I got into this with my uh, my nine year old. <clears throat> she keeps because she has a phone, but it's only it's an old it's one of yeah. my old, old iPhones. She only uses it for FaceTime with me and her mom, and uh, it doesn't have cell service. And she's like, "When am I going to get a phone? When am I going to get a phone?" I was like, "Dude, I didn't have a phone till I was twenty. And I was like, "And I'm, I don't mean to do the dad card thing, but I was like, your sisters, they didn't have phones until you know blah blah time." And I go, "And me and my brother, we didn't need that kind of stuff." And my nine year old goes. Because you had a home phone, Dad. And I went, oh, my gosh, she's right. Wow. You kind of got me there. <laughs> right. Well, what, what does this email say? Uh, this lady has a uh, – she says, I'm a mom of a 16-year-old daughter. We have had issues with Snapchat since she was 11. Uh, it not only erases your pictures you send, but they have a secret chat room where pedophiles can look for bored and naive kids. Yikes. Anybody aware oh, of that? I don't know about that. Uh, that's never, what she says. Moon, have you ever heard about that? Didn't know that. No, yeah. I, I know very little about that. I, yeah. Listen, I'm not, and we're not saying she's wrong. Right. There could be. Yeah, she's saying she's- You're uh, saying no? I don't even know that there is chat rooms. 
on Snapchat. I've well, it says it's there. a secret thing, so maybe it's not known by everybody, but she says, I mean, she's thrown the smart devices away, smashed ha- smashed them with hammers, sold them off. Somehow this kid keeps getting a hold of devices. She says she's been treat, uh, preaching to couples for years now. Parents, do not let your kids get the Snapchat and all this technology unless you completely understand it. She says she almost lost her daughter because yeah, of Snapchat. Yeah, I think that. Wow, almost yeah. lost her daughter. Yeah. What is happening there? I don't know. Well, you've never heard of uh, these stories where these young kids run off with these creepsters? Yeah. I know that my teenager is absolutely obsessed with it. And unless you take away her phone and, and start World War III, she will have that phone in her face. Because they got these things. Uh, I, I guess they earn points or rewards. And I know I sound so old right now. But uh, that there's something that they get when they continuously um, uh, s- snap back and forth with, with, with one particular person. There's like a... Like a, it's like a streak. Hot you know streak. Yeah, yeah. Right, wow. And and my daughter has some streak with a certain amount of friends for a year and a half, and she can't have that streak be broken. So she has to be on there and snap them something. And it is continual. And it sucks. Well, you know what? My, my kids were playing that Roblox game. Yeah. And there's a chat on there. Yeah. And uh, my daughter goes, oh, I just became friends with somebody. I'm like, no, and we're done with this game forever. Yep. It's a scary thing to hear, yep. isn't it? And, yeah. and you're using this game on your on your own? Okay, and we're done with this forever. So, <laughs> Next. Uh, we got a couple of emails about the whole Mundini debate that happened the other day. Mm-hmm. The old Mundini, huh? Yes. Poof, he's gone. And bye-bye. Ryan uh, writes in and says, uh, Moon is ignorant to the fact that if something was to happen, it could put someone else's life in danger. Let him explain. He is a firefighter. If we're all at a get-together and a fire breaks out at the place or the home we're all at, the fire fire department shows up, uh, everybody will ask who's all in there, how is anybody supposed to know if Moon is in there and in danger, or if he already Moondinied? Never thought of that, huh? Accountability is very important. Now we just send firefighters into the house to look for someone who may or may not be there. Uh Love you guys, Ryan. My house is on fire after my party, my 30th birthday party, and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, I don't see Moon! Go get him! I don't know if he left or not. He may still be inside. (laughs) He would have just taken the time to say goodbye. Uh, We'd know. Your fault. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can't really say anything about that, huh? I, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna let everybody yeah, have. Let that, I'll have. I'll let, let you have your go. moment. We <laughs> have our go. moment. That's a great point. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of great points. This is not a right or wrong. And what's it? There you are know pros, cons, risks. Ryan, thank there you, Ryan, are, for what you do. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Ryan. There are risks. Thanks for trying to save Moon. <laughs> yes. There are risks and rewards to everything. Thanks for trying to save me. I'm sorry that you guys disagree so so passionately. Uh, speaking of that, the other email about that simply said, Tony takes this whole Moondini thing way, way too serious. Yeah. I mean, I take it too serious. Riz was the one that brought it up that you it was rude. throw me under the bus. No. <laughs> Both of you guys I agree that it's rude, but, but Riz was the one that brought it up Both instead of, of you guys. Rude. Anytime I do it, you guys don't let me live it down for a, a week or two. That's because Both to me, in Both my opinion, Both you think there's nothing wrong with it? In my opinion, don't I think it is this. extremely You're rude. You're in this. Don't even sit there and be silent. Don't you dare. To me, I think it's rude. I mean, I, honestly, if I would leave, I think it's rude. If I would leave and not say goodbye to somebody, it would I would, I would beat myself up over it. So if you would like I to live so your you'd life like being to beat rude, me that's up fine. over it. I think general consensus is that Moon's rude. 
Wow, that's. I'm not going to say that, especially, but, especially the firefighters. Don't put that in people's especially heads. Especially the firefighters. I will say there is one advantage. Is one night we were at a place and he Mundini and someone came over and was like, yeah, I, he wanted me to buy him a drink. And so, uh, can you just hold us till he comes back? And yeah. And then all of a sudden, I realized he, he's not here anymore. Drink? I got no. a free drink. I didn't want anybody to buy me a this drink. This is great. <laughs> that sentence is also wrong. You guys all suck today. So you uh, hate here, firefighters? Okay, okay. So, somebody in the okay. chat room. <laughs> somebody in the chat room here put, put the house is on fire and we don't know where Moon is. If only there was some way we could communicate with him from a handhold device. <laughs> he's off the grid all the time. We never even get off the grid anymore. Uh, I'll text him. I'll be like, you in the house on fire? No uh, response. I guess he's burning. Next. I'm driving. <laughs> Oh. I'm driving. Uh, we talked about uh, this is a couple of days ago. You said something about seeing your mother-in-law's belly button. Yeah. No, you said. It. I said. It. I was talking about that last and night. And then Riz was talking you about said. walking around his own house in his in his underwear because it's his damn house. Yeah. Why shirt. not? Yeah. I don't care. Uh, another mother-in-law story. Oh boy. Uh, this guy was uh, staying with his mother-in-law while he was in town for a little bit. Mother-in-law wanted to give him some uh, random food as he was leaving the next morning. He followed her into the kitchen. She bent over to get food out of the fridge, and she was wearing nothing underneath oh. her nightgown. And he says he was staring into a 70s porn flick, if you get the reference. He says the sight still gives him nightmares even today. She, uh, yes. No, I get the reference. Okay. She was, uh, she was, she was clueless uh, that it even happened. He told his wife, and the wife said, oh, yeah, by the way, my mother never wears anything underneath her nightgown. Oh, how short is a nightgown? I don't know. But she wasn't wearing any undies, apparently. And she bent over to get something, yeah. and had to get something out of the out of the meat drawer, I guess. Oh, I don't know. So he saw a back burger. Yeah, <laughs> mother-in-law back burger. Uh, he also says that he's traveled the world and lived all over the U.S. <laughs> and he has to tell us that we are the best morning show he's ever heard. Oh, That's thanks. Jeremy. All right, thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy burning his eyes out. That's lovely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'd be able to do it. <laughs> I wonder if he can eat whatever food that was connected to. Would that you kill story yourself ever. immediately? After. I don't. I don't know if I would kill myself immediately, but I, mean, I, I can't even do what you do. Like walk downstairs, like in my boxers. If like my, if I knew my mother-in-law was staying at my house, I couldn't do it. Can't do. You it. don't even do that with your family, like your immediate family. Nah, yes, I do. I think he's getting like, there. I, I've, I've listen. Okay, for example, last night, yeah, paint a picture. My, my wife was FaceTiming with her mom, so my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking, and I was sitting on the couch, and I had just a T-shirt and my boxers on. Okay. And her mom goes, because we're getting the house ready to sell, so her mom goes, let me see the progress that you've made. So she starts showing the house, and she started to get to where I was sitting on the couch, and I went, nope, mm -mm, nope, no. Because I was sitting there in my boxers. I'm like, nope, don't you dare. I mean, you're covering yourself. It doesn't matter. She don't need to see that. You and your skivvies? Yeah, she don't need yeah, to see that. Yeah, but she's seen you in a bathing suit. She's seen me in a swimsuit, yes, but I don't understand. Like, I don't get the difference. I, I mean, I get the difference. Like, the one is we're out there swimming. This is me in my underwear. But it's the same material. Okay, time out. So, if I went to a pool party with you and I saw your wife in a bikini, that doesn't make it okay for you to put on FaceTime and be like, hey, babe, say hi, and she's laying on the couch in her underwear. It's different with a chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Patrico's so, as close as you're going to get. Hey, whoa. Uh, what the just, hell's that mean? I don't know. I just feel like that joke's been used At the me. same time, sometimes <laughs> a, a sometimes a bikini is more revealing than... It's different with a chick. Different rules. I agree with that. 
I don't yeah, know, not just, everything's equal. To me, to <laughs> me, she just doesn't. I mean, to me, that is something that like my mother-in-law never has to see. Like, yeah, I, it's I, not like I, I celebrate it, but if it happens, okay. I, here's I here's a question. Here's a question for you. So, roles reversed. Your mother-in-law's not staying with you, but you're staying with your mother-in-law. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's great. Now, are you coming downstairs and getting something to drink in your underwear? No, because it's her house. Okay. I agree with you there. Thank you. Wouldn't that feel just? Wouldn't that feel like you? It would like it, 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 almost like a power move in some if weird way. If it's her way? house. If it's her okay, house. Okay. What about what about this? What about this? You're staying at your parent your parents' house. Uh huh. Do you go down and get something to drink in your underwear? Uh, your parents' house. See, to me, even when I was living with my parents and I'm 16, I'm if putting on was, a shirt and shorts to go downstairs. because because mm. my mom does not – first of all, I'm, my mom lives – so my brother and his wife are upstairs. My mother is downstairs, and it's not the house I grew up in. But let's if say – If it was the house I grew up in, maybe. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. so I'm saying – because we're moving in with my folks in, in a couple of weeks here while they're building our house. Now, d- like, if I want to go upstairs to get something to drink at 2 in the morning – I don't think you do. Are you going to put on a coat? I don't. No, nah, I put do. I put on shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, and I, go I think up there. I think you do. My, my yeah. parents still live in the house that, that I grew up in, and if I were over there, let's say during a transitional move or or something, I, it would be different. I would not. I, I almost like a, a respect thing to my parents. Uh, you know, like uh, I don't know. There's a separation. I'm not a teenager anymore. Yeah. I, don't, I don't live there. I, yeah, I, I would it. definitely. You're a guest there now, as opposed yeah, to living yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I think I, it it would be a sign of like respect. It's not. Listen, I'm not. I'm not walking around on my boxers. Or my boxer briefs on purpose, trying to. I just don't think about it. Hmm. <laughs> You're not whistling, going. Keep <laughs> <laughs> hey, walking past the room, doing a shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, I'm not celebrating. I just don't think about it. Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> See, to me, like you say, you just don't think about it. Like when I wake up and I'm going to walk out of the bedroom, and again, this a lot of this has to do with how I have been conditioned and just the way I act every day, even in my own home. But when I get out of bed and I go into the bathroom, the first thing that pops into my, my mind is I have to put on clothes. Mm. That's just, that just is. I don't know why. It's always it, and, and this has been since I was a child, mm. you know, before any weirdness ever happens. Yeah, so. listen, I understand. But I wonder what the mother-in-law in this situation looks like. I don't know. He uh, he doesn't say. If he's, e- if he's emailing us, <laughs> I, if he's if he's emailing us, and it doesn't say anything like, yeah, like boy, oh boy, hot damn, <laughs> I think it was not oh, a great sight. All right, I married the wrong one. <laughs> and now here is today's mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from St. Charles. It's Katie Ross. Yeah, Katie. Katie says uh, this show gets her through the day. She finally got to meet us at the Riz show night at the Blues game. Katie and her friend had a blast and both totally geeked out getting to meet the crew. And says you guys are all so nice when it comes to meeting the fans. She's excited to be a Team Riz member. And I tell you what, coming your way, Katie. You get that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. I know there's a couple people, uh, a couple people on Twitter over the weekend. You know, they just got their brand new jerseys and yeah. showing them off. And I saw a couple people ask, how do I get one of those? Well, easy. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com. 
slash Team Rib. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, anybody in this room see Ready Player One over the weekend? Oh, I did. And? Ah, B. Give it a B. Now, when you say eh, B, to me, a B is a good grade. Is, is it was yeah. it slightly disappointing? Is that why you said uh, eh, B? It was like right in the middle, like right down the middle. Cool effects. So then that's I a like... C. Yeah. If it's right in the middle, that's a C. To me, it's a B. In the Riz grading guide. <laughs> the Riz curve. In yeah. the Riz grading guide, it's, it's right down the middle. <laughs> well, it's enough to top the box office, if you will. $41.2 million. Uh, Tyler Perry's Acrimony came in second, 17.1. Black Panther held on to third place, or fell, I guess I, mean, I should I, say, I'll to third explain. place. The Easter eggs were cool. I mean, the, the movie was all about Easter eggs. You know, little hidden things that are found in video games. Yeah. So, so okay, so this is, this is such a dumb example. So, like, a movie like, I think it's a Pixar movie, Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. okay? That's about video games, and it's got all these Easter eggs with like, oh look, there's you know the guy from Bomberman, and there's this guy, and there's Chun Li from Street Fighter, and like that. You watch that movie, and you go, oh my god, I know that. Oh my god, I know that. Oh my, that's kind of how Ready Player One is, yeah. but for more adults. Yeah, I mean callbacks to a lot of '80s things like Voltron, or you'll see like a the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I thought the effects were good. Uh, the storyline was all right. I know it was based on a book. And then the book gets ridiculously good reviews. Yeah, I mean, it was right. It was very predictable. You knew it was going to happen. Oh, that's Like the bad. whole kind of thing was, was telegraphed. You know, a typical Spielberg kind of family movie. A little scary for the kids, though, at some points. If it makes a difference, um, as far as the Rotten Tomato score, critics went down a little bit, audience score went up. Would they so give the, it? The, the, the uh, critics seventy five percent, audience eighty. Yeah, I mean it was it was all right. We went to the streets of St. Charles. Mm-hmm. Great and theater. That theater's nice. Super nice. Really that, nice. Uh, IMAX theater. We saw it on IMAX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chairs are comfortable. Very clean. I, I, I love that whole area, man. They really did something nice over there. That, we went I, out I, to uh, Mission Taco before. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? I have not. That's good. Have you been? Yes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That location. Where is that at Maybe. in that plaza? Is, is it like one of the standalones? No, it's in the strip. Okay, so like there's like that bar Louie there. And... It's in that same row. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Wasabi's end. next to it. Yep. Yeah, it's in that same row at the end, though. Gotcha. Not on the movie theater side, on the yep. other side. I know exactly where you're talking. It's good. I've never been there before. Had a nice meal there, walked over, saw the movie. See, I like that area exactly for that reason. Me too. Like it's you plan, fun, you plan a scene. dinner and a Kirk movie. Was like that, yeah. You plan a dinner and a movie. You you just park in that parking lot right there, and then you pick one of the eighteen restaurants, and then yeah. walk on over to the theater. And there's something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there sure is. Uh, I also saw over the weekend, uh, I Tanya. That's a great movie. Great movie. That gets an A. Well, was I right in in when I said to you that that soundtrack is amazing? The soundtrack's great. Margot Robbie was fantastic as Tanya Harding. The mother, Allison Janney, who plays the mother. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if she won, but I know she got she nominated. Did. She won. Did she win? Okay, yeah. And the guy who played Jeff Galuli and the other guy, Sean Eckerd. Sean Eckerd's character oh, is hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it is so Hoosier. <laughs> it is so Hoosier. And the thing about the movie is, I mean, there's a lot of domestic violence. 
And the way they do it, especially when it comes to the mom, it's a very dark comedy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's a very dark comedy. And there are points where it, it's dark. Where I'm not sure if it's supposed to be funny or not. Mm. I agree with you there. Where you, it, it's almost, it's this laugh. It's, oh, 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 oh. Like you're wondering oh. if you should be laughing or not. Where also the mom is, is verbally abusive to this little girl when she's coming up in the skating world. You don't know, it's kind of funny, but it's not. It's it's kind of funny, but then you realize this is really what this chick went through. Mm-hmm. You go, ooh. Mm. Almost feel bad laughing. I, like, I highly recommend it. Okay. I, Tanya. Uh, there's some TV theme music I'd like you to hit in there. And you tell me uh, this guy was responsible for all these TV shows. L.A. Law. I mean, Doogie Hauser, NYPD Blue, Murder One, Murder in the First, Raising the Bar, Can you Civil name, War. Can you name the guy? And he was also responsible for Cop Rock, too. We have to That's throw right. that in there. I hate to. You remember today, the name but... uh, Steven Bochco? Nope. No? Not at all. Uh, he's oh, really? he, he's the guy that's responsible for all these amazing... Yeah. I mean, it changed the, the landscape of TV, really, honestly, back in the 80s. Late 70s, early 80s, mid-80s. Uh, Stephen Bosco died yesterday at the age of 74 after a battle with uh, leukemia. 74 man, years old, man. A ton of hit shows. Yeah, four Peabody Awards, 10 Emmys. He was nominated for like 30 Emmys, I believe. And he's that guy oh, that... that Doogie? Yeah. yeah. He's that guy, if you think of L.A. Law, he's that guy that kind of invented, if you will, the big ensemble cast and multiple storylines and all that kind of stuff. I shouldn't say he invented it, but I think he really... I mean, he was a did gift to he did a Hill Street, Blue, Hill Street Blues? Uh, Probably. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. He, he did. did. Yes. And NYPD Blue, Doogie Hauser, like you said, all that. So he's dead at the age of uh, 74. Not dead as Arnold Schwarzenegger, although a lot of people were under the impression that he almost died. He underwent heart surgery. Yeah. Did you see the headline? <clears throat> so ridiculous. What is it? What was it exactly? Well, it was just, you know, it's so funny how a headline can control the narrative to whatever it is that yeah. you wanted to, to, to say. And it was like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger clings to life after heart surgery. Right, yeah. And it was scheduled heart surgery. That's yeah. the whole thing. It was scheduled heart surgery. He had some valve uh, replaced. I he went in and they were like, we should probably get this taken care of. See, that's the thing. Everybody thinks that it was something. It was scheduled heart surgery of a valve that he had put in 20 years ago that had a shelf life of, or a chest life of 15 years. So it was, you know. It was due. Yeah, it was due. And anytime you open up somebody's chest, there's an emergency team standing by just in case. So TMZ and places like that got a hold of that information. Said, oh, no. oh, emergency, oh emergency, emergency. Yeah. He said he is fine. And when he came to, what's did he the say first he'll thing? be back? He sh- no, he said I'm back when okay. he came to from the. And I don't mean to discount the risk of any any sort of routine heart surgery. It, you're messing with your heart. There's a obviously a, really a routine much, about that, yeah, a yeah. much bigger risk than uh, than most surgeries. I, I don't mean to discount that, but I'm just saying it was yeah. funny because I'm no kidding. One tweet was like him saying, "I did this. It wasn't that big a deal. I'm I'm recovering." And then the next was emergency surgery, emergency surgery. clinging <laughs> to life. Right. Yeah. If you're the anesthesiologist, right before he goes under, do you go, hasta la vista, baby? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You have to. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> and then he says, I'll be back. <laughs> Politically speaking. You go, what's wrong with me? It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Just get all of them out in one, one operation. <laughs> or if they have to rush him from his house to the hospital, they, somebody goes, get to the chopper. <laughs> 
Uh, Hillary Clinton's political career, obviously, behind her. But are her money-making days behind her? I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Valley question, though, because you know how ex-politicians go out and they do the speaker's uh, circuit. They get a lot of money for that. And uh, recently, Hillary Clinton spoke in the Jersey area. And uh, she got $25,000 for her speech. Pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Snooki did the same thing, got $32,000. So what Snooki she got about? seven grand more than Hillary Clinton did. Granted, it was in Jersey, but still. <laughs> Isn't that when you pack it in, when Snooki when makes Snooki, more than you? Snooki is a, makes more? I mean, yes and no, because if you think about it, it depends. On, like, what was the gig? It was at Rutgers. <sighs> Snooki spoke at Rutgers? Yeah, college speak, speech, speaking Who's at Rutgers. Who's got a better agent then? Well, that and the fact that you're talking to college kids, and college kids are... Really into Jersey Shore. Come on, man. It's Hill Dog. <laughs> and it's Hill Dog. <laughs> Wait, so they both spoke at Rutgers? They both spoke at Rutgers. She got 32. Did, Hillary got 25. Did Hillary open up for Snooki? I, that I don't know. But in the past, Matthew McConaughey has gotten 135 and Katie Couric got 110. So I don't know if they're just dialing it back or what's going on, but it's got to be startling when that happens to somebody like Hillary Clinton. Uh, Fox News host Laura Ingram, she announced on Friday she's taking a leave, a pre-planned vacation this week. Kind of the same thing that happened with Bill O'Reilly, but she says she's going to be back. And the whole issue with her is she went after the Parkland guy, the David Hogg, who's kind of the face of all of them. And uh, she has lost 18 sponsors and counting so far, uh, advertisers on her show. So she has announced she's taking this week off. she made fun of him for not getting into a college or something <clears throat> yeah, like that. Yeah, called him a whiner. And she has, but for her point, she did apologize. So we'll see. He did not happens. accept it. He did not accept no. it? Hmm. And then she went on vacation. Yep, she went on a pre-planned. I don't know where she went. I don't know. Cancun? Could be. I would. Corey Feldman debuted his quote-unquote stab wound. And before we go on, it's on Instagram, uh, but it's it's on the blog now. Did you show and Moon? It's gruesome. It is. Do you want to show him? I, I sent it over for the blog, and it's, I got to warn you, though. Just be, if Dude, you put in Corey Feldman's just, stab wound, just know that it's graphic. Uh, it's, it's rough. I mean, it's a rough view. I mean, it is a stab wound. And he did write these words, the okay. world's... The just be warned, okay? Yeah. Just be careful, man. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I want your first reaction yeah, when you just, see it. Just be careful. <laughs> it's kind of... I don't know if you... It's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not it. That's, that's fake. That's it! That's, that's 100% it. That's like I took this red pen right here and just touched your arm with it. Uh-huh. That's a stab wound. And, and uh, the caption when he when he posted, and this is in all caps, the world's smallest knife wound, or question, 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 question mark. Uh, yes, I was attacked two days ago. Yes, they used some sort of sharp weapon, a pen, apparently. Uh, and yes, it went into my body. This is what the scar looks like now. Obviously, if it was a knife, I got very lucky, and I'm blessed. If it was a syringe, I will pray for the best results. God bless. Well, the reason for my reaction—it's definitely not a knife. The reason for my reaction is because remember, initially he said it was like a—didn't he say gaping wound or oh, something? Oh, the first reports were like it was—he was stabbed four times in the stomach. Right. right. Yeah, by, by Paul involved. Hogan's knife. I mean, it was like <laughs> no, regardless, it was ridiculous. They hit the spleen at first. I regardless, think. imagine the trauma of somebody attacking you in your car, though. And shoving something towards you. I mean, that's, has that even been proven true yet? I mean, I'm, yeah, the whole I'm just saying. The cops have said pretty, they found no evidence. That's got to be pretty. I mean, that's pretty messed up. Regardless, there was a lot of response to that on Instagram. My favorite one I saw was quote I hope they catch the mosquito that did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel uh, for the guy, man. Speaking of catching, that. though, did anybody see this uh, Jesus Christ Superstar the live last night on the TV? I, I, yeah. It was uh, on social media a lot, people watching it. Holy cow. Apparently, this John Legend dude as Jesus can do absolutely no wrong. Check this out. Oh, Jesus, okay. Jesus. God, I will be God. John Legend as Jesus. <laughs> Sarah Bareilles was uh, Mary Magdalene. She sang a little ditty called I Don't Know How to Love Him. She's awesome. Last night. And for something completely different, how about Alice Cooper as King Herod? Oh, okay. Yeah, a little slightly, sure, slightly yeah. different, a little bit of a right turn. Hey, aren't you scared of me, Christ? Mr. Wonderful Christ. You're a joke. You're not the Lord. You are nothing but a fraud. Take him away. He's I love Alice Cooper. I saw Michael Ian Black was also part of the cast. Really? Yeah, and I saw him tweet out yesterday, and he was like, hey, while we're taking a quick break, like, thank you guys so much for watching. And I was like, oh, he's in it. And then I clicked, and then I went back like three tweets, and three tweets before that, he was like, if everybody with the, and I'm like, whoa, like, this is a slight change for him. Like, well, like it wasn't like it wasn't like like going after somebody. It was just like a normal tweet, him talking about something totally different. But I was like, man, he's, uh... He's taken into this role pretty, pretty hard. Like, thank <laughs> you so the, much, everybody. What were the God I, I, all I saw on Twitter was it was amazing. Somebody, people were calling saying John Legend is actually Jesus, mm. which I don't think he is. Mm. Well, he is married to uh, Chrissy Teigen, and you know her bravery. She's known for it. <laughs> she, she defines bravery. <laughs> uh, finally, a little quick quiz for everybody who hasn't heard this yet. There's a song in there called Philly. Forget me not. If you would uh, play that, if you guys okay. could tell me who this, oh, Tone knows who it is. Damn it. Anyway, yeah, this came known. up on my Spotify the oh, other day, and is, I, I was like, that's a little clue into who this. Might I be. remember rich girl in the summer like yesterday. Philly, forget me not, forget me not, forget me not. I love it. Come on, I Philly, love it. Forget I me not. Is this somebody big? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Come on, Philly, I will. Uh, I'll give you a hint if you'd like. Well, let's first off, let's do this. They get the mother effing treatment on this show. Okay, well, there's one clue. So I would know this. I would know this person yeah. for sure. Neil yeah. Diamond's got a, a new hot track? Uh-uh. Not Neil Diamond. First song in that Peter Gabriel? 16 years. Nope. Kenny First song Loggins. in 16 years. Nope. Two, two, Can we how go about through this? the MFR list? Two names. And they, they get, collectively, they get the mother effing treatment. <laughs> Hall and Oates? Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. You wow. gotta be kidding me. Nope. That is both Hall and Oates. I remember Rich Girl in the Summer Like Yesterday. I remember Rich Girl in the Summer Like Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now that we said it. Come sing the chorus. That's Pat from Train. 
that Monahan from Train? No, no, it's not. Well, he's on the track. Wait, singing that part right there? The forget me not. That's John. Uh, the uh, that's Hall. You kidding me? No. Really? He sounds like a black gospel guy. Yeah, he sounds like Rick Astley. He sounds awesome. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> well, I'll listen. To and that. and the, b- yeah, before great? the very beginning part, that's Pat from Train. Yeah, so they're they're touring with Train. So that's wow, one that's, of the reasons why he's on. Cool. Oh, they're coming to town too, I believe. Yes. Yo, his voice totally changed in that chorus. That was, I mean, that sounded like a guest guy. Huh. It sounds fantastic, Philly, doesn't it? I love that song. Philadelphia. It, it came up on like you know like how Spotify has a Discover Now or whatever. Yeah. That popped up, and I was listening to it. And I was like, ooh. And then I looked. I was like. Hall and Mother and Oats. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Super cool. I guess it's it, maybe it's Daryl Hall who's from Philly because he says it's his music home. I think so they're I'm both assuming. from Philly. Okay. On TV tonight, they, they got some basketball game going on on TBS. It's I guess it's the final one. Finally, NBC has The Voice. <laughs> ABC has American Idol. The final one. Final it's the, one, it's the college national Jeez-o. championship. Oof. Uh, and that's it, right? Uh, for basketball, it's right? right for college. Yeah. That's not it. <laughs> Uh, Krabby Birthdays, Michael Fassbender, 41. Lee DeWise, he won American Idol a few years back, is 32. Young Jock is 35. Uh, Christopher Maloney, he's from Law & Order, SVU, was also on Oz. Uh, he is 57. He's also Freak Show from Harold and Kumar. He is Freak Show, you are correct there. Uh, Linda Hunt, uh, she plays Hetty. She's the tiny little old lady from NCIS That's, Los Angeles. Uh, Mike's brother. No, it's not. Thought she's, it, didn't say it. Damn it. She's, uh, she's also the principal from Kindergarten Cop. She is 73. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. And today's Burton birthday of the day, he was the OG Obi-Wan Kenobi. He died back in 2000. Remember his name? Sir Alec Guinness. Yep. He would have been 105 years old today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet, is Leona Dolce. And today's birthday girls buried more bones than Clifford the Big Red Dog in 27 fine films, including <laughs> Riding Dirty, Volume 4, Chow Down, I'm a Big Girl Now, Volume 8, in a movie called The Little Fermaid. Also in a movie called Oh, Shane, Shane, Shane. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Anal is by Middle Dave. <laughs> Mine's Daniel. <laughs> Le- <laughs> Leona Dolce is 29 years old. That's your port of birthday, your crabby birthday. That's your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and it's weather. part the way he says it. Mine's Daniel. <laughs> I started laughing upstairs when I saw when I started researching the titles. I started laughing upstairs. It's one of your faves. Anytime I see Adel is my middle name, I know he's going to go. Mine's Daniel. Rizzuto Show. All right, our phone number 314 969 dude. 314 969 333. Cameras and chat room 1057 thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show. Your emails Riz Show 1057 Sex time fun facts coming up later. Sex toy of the week. Right now, some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news. Sponsored by Club Fitness. You know, I, I always forget about Mid-America Airport. Same here. You know, when you think about flying in and out of the St. Louis area, you think Lambert and that's it. 
But I, I always forget over there in Mascuda. And what flies out of there? I know Allegiant flies out of there. Have you ever flown out of uh, Mid-America? Nope. I'm not either. I thought there was another... Uh, where's not, where's it's, that it's again? It's not Frontier. Mascuda. Is it Spirit? Oh, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. You look up a uh, Mid-America airport. Because sometimes, think about it, for cheaper flights, maybe it's easier to head over there. I mean, it's more of a drive, but you save a couple bucks. I never think about it. But a bunch of flights were canceled yesterday, yesterday afternoon over there. This is after TSA agents discovered a what they're calling a suspicious item. And just before one, TSA agents were checking passengers getting on an Allegiant Airline flight heading for Florida. And while they were screening the carry-on stuff, they found a laptop that allegedly had suspicious wires hanging from it. And they stopped boarding all passengers. And all the passengers were moved to another area of the terminal. The airport was shut down for almost four hours while they waited for a state bomb squad unit. And after all that, the laptop was determined to be harmless. And the suspicious wires that the agents noticed, it was a hard drive attached to the computer. Oh, yep. And obviously people are pissed. Flights were canceled. And people were forced to sit on uh, planes on the tarmac for a couple hours. Just a legion. Oh, that's it? Yep. It says Trans Meridian did, and then they ceased operations. Great Plains Airlines did, and then ceased operations. And Pan American did, but ceased operations. Oh wow! And they said I saw that report, and they said that the the staff was was great. The only thing they really could have done is maybe told them what was going on. But yeah. as far as sitting in the plane, they broke out the snacks. Yeah, that, that was the main stuff, complaint so. was nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Right, like maybe. they just kind of canceled everything and held people. Maybe that's, uh, I mean, I would think that'd be some sort of protocol. We're not going to tell you what think. speculation is. We'll tell you as soon as we know. So this is Scott Air Force Base. So it's in Belleville. That airport? Mid-America. So it's only Allegiant. And where so, do yeah. they fly? Uh, direct flights to Fort Lauderdale, Destin, Jacksonville, Vegas, Myrtle Beach, Orlando, Phoenix, St. Petersburg. So hmm. if you want to go on a quick vacation... Like Vegas, I know my buddies flew last time they went to Vegas. They flew out of Mid America. Hmm. Hell, if I, I I didn't know this, but now if I ever want to go to a Jags game down in Jacksonville, boom, they fly direct right there. A, a woman was killed and a teenager was hurt in a head-on collision in St. Charles County late Saturday afternoon. Twenty-two-year-old Courtney Hake from St. Charles was killed. Eighteen-year-old Zach Hunsaker from Wentzville was hurt. Uh, Zach is a senior pitcher for the Francis Howell Vikings baseball team. And the accident happened just after 4.30 on Route D, east of Route Double D. And police say that Courtney was driving eastbound when she lost control, slid into the westbound lane, hitting Zach's oncoming car. Police are investigating after a 7-year-old boy died after being shot in the head in South City on Saturday. Around 2.30 Saturday afternoon, cops responded to the 3100 block of California reports of shots fired. When they got there, they found the boy suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. He was taken to the hospital. He died later that night. A family member says the boy and his brothers were inside their house playing with a gun when it accidentally went off. Just totally preventable. 100% preventable. And police are they trying to figure out who was taking care of the kids at the time, who the gun belongs to, and how it ended up around kids. 
So sad. Very. Mm. Mm -mm, like you said, very preventable. Just very preventable. A local city councilman from Park Hills, that's uh, just south of Bon Terre. Which you got to say it that way, don't you? Yes, you have that's to. the law. Yep. Bon Terre. He was arrested after getting into a bar fight early on Saturday morning. According to the Missouri State Highway Patrol, Park Hill Second Ward Councilman Dwayne McAllister involved in an altercation at a place called the Bottoms Up Bar. <laughs> Looking that up. What are they? Find me their Yelp rating. That's the Bottoms Up Bar in Park Hills. Uh, troopers arrested him at his house. Councilman McAllister looking at a third-degree assault charge. And he's running for re-election uh, tomorrow. He was booked in the St. Francis County Jail, released after posting a $5,000 bond. Anything? The only one I've seen so far is an adult place. I found it. So that's not uh, that's not the one. It just looks like small town it, bar. It, yeah, it's a small. Here's the owners. Small town bar. That looks like Jeff. It's five out of five. The owner. That looks. I look like, like that. that no, well, yeah, that's that's you and uh, what's his face I mean, from uh, System I mean, if of a Down. It was a full gray beard, maybe. Yeah, but it's the System of a Down guy meets uh, Jeff. Meets Jeff. Yeah, the yeah. owner. <laughs> Yes, Surge from System of a Down meets Jeff. If you guys were to have a kid, that's that's what you'd look like. <laughs> Four point three out of five stars. This seems like a kind of place I would enjoy. Next, I'm in Park. I'm in Park Hills. We going down there? All right. <laughs> uh, PFP Enterprises, also known as Texas Meat Packers, is recalling seven thousand one hundred forty-six pounds of raw beef products that were produced and packaged without inspection. And the recalled stuff was shipped to places in Alabama and Arkansas, Indiana, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Texas, Wisconsin, and Missouri. And the frozen and fresh beef, uh, beef items were produced March 23rd and 24th. And the uh, products, subject to recall, have the establishment number EST34715. That's inside the USDA mark of inspection. Is that related to the dog food one? Did you see? Well, you probably didn't see the dog one because you're not interested in dog stuff. True. There was a dog treat recall, uh, and it had to do with a beef hormone that's making dogs sick. It was a it was a beef recall essentially. Well, this I guess was supposed to be inspected and just went out without being inspected. Oh, okay. So they're not saying it's anything bad. Gotcha. No, they're just saying it wasn't inspected, so they can't say yes for sure that's okay. Yeah, the USDA says there have been no confirmed reports of people getting sick. Oh, but okay. if you have any of the items in your fridge or freezer, and if you go to any of the local news websites, they'll have exactly what products they are. I mean, some of it's like frozen fajita beef. Mm. Uh, the USDA urges you to throw them out immediately. Like, hey, did we inspect that batch there? Yeah, I think that was Carl that was supposed to do that. Oh, damn it, Carl. Did that ship? Ah, Get Carl in Damn it, Carl. Damn it. He just had the one thing to do, right? You had one thing to do, Carl. Inspect the meat. A 63-year-old woman suffered a gunshot graze wound to the back of her head on Saturday night in Festus while visiting a friend. Check this story out. This is talk about doing the wrong thing. And this is around 8:30 in the 
4200 block of Hillsboro Hermitite Road. And cops said that the woman and her husband were visiting a friend, and the friend shares a driveway with a guy who claims there had been a couple burglaries in the area. So as the couple's car pulled into the driveway, the neighbor fired a warning shot to the ground and then fired two more gunshots at the car. The woman was hit once, the husband not. The husband drove the wife to the hospital. Thank God she'll be all right. The shooter taken into custody. Wow. Dang, man. Couple more uh, local stories for you. Couple more pick-me-ups? Oh, yeah, of course. A a woman was arrested after cops uh, found nine kilos of coke in the muffler of her pickup truck. Okay. So the feds were monitoring this chick, Amelia Morales Acosta, monitoring her and another woman who were staying at the Drury Inn near 44 and Highway 141 in Fenton. So agents with the Gateway Smuggling Task Force followed her and pulled her over after a uh, traffic violation on 44. I guess they were waiting for something to pull her over. And when she was pulled over, she told officers, hey, me and my friend here, we're on our way to the Arch to do some sightseeing. And a drug-sniffing dog found the cocaine in the muffler in nine aluminum-wrapped bundles. And she's facing federal charges of possession with intent to distribute the cocaine. Agents did not charge the woman riding in the truck with her. And finally, locally, the Illinois Department of Public Health warning people again about the dangers of synthetic marijuana. And this is after a person who started bleeding severely died after using the stuff. So in a news release, they said the victim is the 38th person in the Chicago area or central Illinois area to get sick in the past couple of weeks after using K2, uh, sometimes they're called spice, you know, the fake weed. Sure. And they said that the people have all been hospitalized after coughing up blood, had blood in their urine, or suffered from severe bloody noses or bleeding gums. That's how you know it's working. When your gums start bleeding, <laughs> that's how you know it's You got it. That's how you know it's working good. How high am I? Oh, bloody gums. Hell high. Guys, you feel anything? Well, my gums are bleeding. Ah, you know it's working. A couple of patients tested positive for a substance used in rat poison. Jeez. And the health department is trying to figure out where the 38 people got the stuff from. That stuff is no joke. Yep. That's no good for you. I saw, I think it was, uh, it may have been like Dateline NBC. You know, they sell some of this stuff at, like, gas stations Mm -hmm. and some really seedy pot shops. Yeah. I think the K2 is illegal now, right, to sell or not? I don't know, but I I thought it was. I thought I I knew at least one head shop owner that got got busted for it. But I think around this area. Yeah. But the Dateline story showed how some of these stores or some of the manufacturers... Just twist one little thing. Twist one little thing to make it legal. So they'd outlaw an ingredient and they take that out and put yeah. something else in to skirt the law. Mm. And I mean there's there's no oversight here. No. There's no oversight to this stuff. Your gums are bleeding. Okay, so in Missouri it is illegal. Yeah. It's not in Illinois? 
It says law against synthetic drugs in Missouri has not stopped the sales. K2 and other synthetic drugs are still available in some gas stations and convenience stores in Missouri, even after the state banned the substance. Hmm. Yeah, that stuff's bad for you. Super bad. Yeah. I think one of us in here tried it. Sure did. Not great? Uh, no, maybe very uh, anxious. Did very, your gums very... bleed? No, my gums didn't bleed. Oh. Uh, but, it means uh, you weren't doing it right. Very. I know people that did it, and they had massive nightmares. Like when it, you know, from what oh, I've read, yeah. marijuana can make you tired and fall asleep after a while. That's what I've read. And this person or these handful of people actually did it, and they had massive, massive nightmares. Well, some... And afterwards, anxiety. Some people would have, like, really bad reactions and... No, thank you. Do some really bad things. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Kids, stay off the K2. Mm-hmm. Or anything like it. Or anything like it, yes. Hey guys, this is Sklar Brothers, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Anybody get any reviews of the Jay uh, Chantrasekhar comedy show at Helium? I saw one person on uh, Twitter say that it was hysterical. They went on Friday. Yeah, our friend That's Kevin from uh, Float STL said he was, he oh, was yeah? sitting down there. I wonder how it was. He was a very, you know what? He, he was a very nice guy, and I'm a huge fan. Huge fan of Super Troopers, huge fan of Beer Fest, and all the stuff Broken Lizard's done. Mm-hmm. He was he wasn't as I expected though when he came in. Do you expect just nonstop laughter? Yeah, we had the other guys in, the guy that played a uh, Farva, Kevin uh, Heffernan, and uh, the other guy Steve Lemmy. They were they were all jokes. Mm-hmm. But I think Jay is like the leader. Yeah, he's the Johnny Knoxville, I feel. He's the serious one. Yeah, he's the cerebral one. He's the one that gets all the business stuff done. Yeah. The director. I was going to say, you can tell he is the director out of that crew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is the, he is the, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Like, did you say he's the Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like the Johnny Knoxville. He's the the, big toe. Yeah, yeah. I'm (laughs) trying to think of another example of that. I know there's other like comedy troops out there where they've got like the one guy who he's the guy that could turn it on in a second yeah but knows when to turn it off to get to business yeah to get the business done but how about him saying he was down in new orleans and did coke with uh with sean penn just right there out that the was open. remarkable yeah, yeah. <laughs> while jenny knoxville went off to have sex with Lindsay lohan wow what a life Uh, continuing on with news, uh, 49-year-old Robert Sakale is a judge who lives in Islip, New York. That's on uh, Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. And around 9 a.m. on Thursday, he was busted for breaking into his 23-year-old neighbor's house and stealing her dirty underwear. All right. God bless, man. <laughs> Apparently, the judge didn't realize she was home. And when she walked into the room and saw him, she, he ran away and she called 911. And the cops caught him down the street pretending to knock on somebody's door. Uh, judge, what are you doing? Uh, Going out to house. Home. I'm campaigning. I need Just, sugar. Uh, pretending to knock yeah. on this door with this underwear in my hand. Nobody. Yeah, he did have several pairs of women's underwear on him. On him? Yes. In pockets or on On him? his persons. I don't know. On his person somewhere. 
I'd imagine he's wearing them on his head like everybody else does. <laughs> you know, whenever whenever you see stories like this with the panty raids, mm-hmm. it's always dirty underwear or soiled underwear, and I just get a bad image in my head. The article that I read, the headline was soiled. Yeah, and that just oh. brings it to a different area, doesn't it? It yeah. focuses it so much more in yeah. your brain yeah. when yeah. they say soiled. Yeah, because mm. then you you start going, why was she keeping those around? <sighs> yeah. Did he hit the Did he hit the hamper? <laughs> I just, just dove in. I don't like that. He just dove in the hamper and just started swimming around looking for her dirty underwear. Hit the hamper. <laughs> uh, the woman lives with her parents, and um, Robert, the judge, says he knew her from when he was uh, the town attorney, and she was an intern at his office. Robert's married, of course, and he also has three kids. His wife says she's standing by him. That's what she says, standing by him through all this. I don't know if my wife would. In fact, I know she would not. How do you, how do you what is the conversation that has had between you and your wife that she goes, "Listen, I'm 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 going to support him in this. I'm standing by him." What is the conversation? What does he say to her? I have a problem. If I said to my wife, "I got a problem." She goes, "Yeah, you do. You're going to have to find a new place to live." <laughs> That's your problem. I think my wife would say the same thing. <laughs> you think when this Robert, how do you say his name? Cicade? Sakale. Sakale goes in for his court and the other judge that he knows is there. He's like, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Well, he was in court up, on, on Friday and pleaded not guilty to burglary. But he also admitted he'd stolen the women's underwear several times before when he felt, quote, urges. He's been removed from the bench. And he's looking at up to 15 years in prison Oof. if convicted. Here is the D, uh, the DA in the area talking about it. He did indicate in his confession that he has urges to steal women's underwear. Essentially, the victim was home alone, and she heard someone in the residence. Uh, the defendant went to her bedroom. I could see in his face he feels miserable. As far as I understand, she's a college graduate. She's a friend of my daughter's who's the same age. We grew up together. Very nice person. The whole, whole family's fine. Very nice. Been next to us for uh, a good part of 20 years. Whatever neighbors do for each other, he's always been there for us. And I've always been there for him. And I, and I, uh, I still feel that way. Off to a creepy start. He's been a really great neighbor. He's done our laundry a lot. Uh, always volunteers really been, to do the laundry. It's crazy. So that's the judge. Uh, and here's something I've, I've never heard of, um, but the kids are doing something called the condom challenge. And Jeff knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Tony, you've seen this. Yep. Moon, have you seen this? The condom challenge? Is this the, does this involve driving a car? No, that was something else. That was a while ago. That was a fun thing. What was that? When they would drive a car and they would take a condom and stick it out the window and open it up and see oh, how they... No, oh, no. That's, where, that. that's, yeah, where, that's that. where the clip that we played <laughs> for when we go into the traffic drop where it's the guy going, Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah! That's yeah, yeah. from a kid doing that. That's a fun thing. No, this is not. This, this is, is not this is a fun dumb. thing. Okay. Dumb. Well, then, nope. Haven't heard of this. This is the latest dangerous uh, like teen trend that's hopefully not sweeping the nation, but the challenge involves... Inhaling an unwrapped condom through your nose and pulling it out through your throat. Gross. So you go. <laughs> don't. 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 Do not. And then you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a kid doing it. Doing a condom through his nose. Stick it up there. 
Oh my god, that's so gross. You think? Hey, open, open your mouth. I, I want to throw up. You feel it? Oh, oh my god, I'm like choking. I'm choking. <laughs> Pretty gross, buddy. That's it. I know somebody would do that with string in high school all the time. Or it, or spaghetti noodles. Yeah, I've it, seen that before. He would do it all the time just to gross out girls in class or with string. Yeah, his nose and anything. But think about a condom doing that with a condom. Yeah, that's. First of all, I don't know about you guys, but I hate that smell. Type in. <laughs> Type in condom challenge into YouTube and you'll see a whole bunch of videos. I, I, I almost did it. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. uh -uh. Nope. I'll believe you that they're there. I Guys, how it works. snorting a condom is not just painful, it's dangerous. <laughs> oh, can you imagine like if, if you have both ends and you you, you do the hee hee hee, it's yeah. going to like sound and squeak like a balloon inside your brain. Well, I'm going to pretend to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The nose is the opening to the airways, and there's always a risk that when you snort the condom, it's not going to just come out your mouth, but you may inhale it into your lungs. In one case, a 27-year-old woman accidentally inhaled the condom during uh, some special time with her her male, her, 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 her gentleman caller. <laughs> And I've been she, doing this since the seventies, and, uh, and she experienced a persistent cough and fever for six months before her doctors identified the source of her problem. Inhaling imagine? the condom, the doctors had to be. I get to tell her. No, no, I get to tell her. The condom in your lung. That's the new thing. It's the condom challenge. All the kids are doing it. It's the rage right now. Uh huh. Uh, this woman. Made her kids French toast for breakfast on on a Tuesday, but don't not don't nominate this woman for Mom of the Year quite yet. A woman from Kansas City, Kansas, was making breakfast for her three kids last week, and used vanilla extract in her uh, French toast mix. Then, after they started eating, she realized the bottle didn't actually contain vanilla extract; it was filled with PCP. Oh, why? It's a lot different. For what? Well, she says an ex-boyfriend of hers was a big druggie and must have put it in there. And apparently it is somewhat common for drug users to keep PCP in vanilla extract bottles. Um, the glass is brown, so you can't tell what's in it. Okay. I guess I kind of get it. In this case, it could have been deadly. I mean, one of her kids is 16, but the other two are, are under the age of one. And all three of them ended up in the hospital. Luckily, they're all right. And the mom also has to be also had to be treated at the hospital, Jesus. which makes her story about the ex-boyfriend a little more believable. But the cops are still looking into the whole thing, making sure she didn't do it on purpose. So I don't know if anybody's facing charges or not, but that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Here's uh, one of the doctors who treated the family talking about it. PCP can make people violent, very violent. PCP falls into the class of, of like the zombie who ate the, the guy's face off in Florida. That's yeah. the kind of effect it would have on the brain. 
it causes the temperature to go up. Once your temperature goes up way high, that starts basically destroying the organs, the kidneys, the liver, the lungs. The difference between the smell of PCP and vanilla is very obvious. Vanilla has a very distinct mm -hmm. odor. Mm, wow. That's that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, when you put you a little put, in the mix. If I put a drop, if I put half of a drop of vanilla extract, remember this is not like the vanilla that you buy. I mean, it is the same. Looks like the same bottle, but there's a difference between vanilla flavoring and vanilla extract. You put a half a drop in something, and you smell it immediately. I just and they're up, saying this is like chemical yeast. Yeah. I just looked at PCP smell, and they're saying it smells like magic marker. Or, I mean, you know, permanent marker. Hmm. Oops. Boy, did you hear about what the, uh, what the Pope may have said last week? Yeah. Bit of a controversy there. So the Vatican issued a statement denying that Pope Francis claimed that hell is not real. And I guess there was an article written that had the Pope quoted in it. And the Pope was like, eh, there's no hell. And then people are like, well, what are we doing this for then if there's no hell? This whole thing? Excuse me, say that again. There is no hell. Party! Then what are we doing this stuff for? I'm going to go covet everything. There's no hell, then this whole thing's been a lie? And the, and the Vatican's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He didn't really say that. It was a bad translation. So Pope Francis was quoted as saying, those with bad souls are not punished and simply disappear. A hell doesn't exist. The disappearance of sinning souls exists. That's what the article said. And the Vatican's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, it's no true. It's no true. So, big controversy there last week, mm. and uh, finally in your news, this is a good uh, this is a good summer job if you don't mind occasionally wrapping your arms and body around somebody hairy, slippery, and naked. Okay, go on. The Dyer Woods Nudist Campgrounds in Foster, Rhode Island, just posted a job opening for a lifeguard, and you'll get paid between twelve dollars and fourteen bucks an hour to keep everyone at the resort safe in the water all summer long. Now, do you need to go nude? The ad says you can wear a swimsuit, but obviously you're encouraged not to. Hmm. And I looked this place up. Slow motion Baywatch, nudist style. Yikes. I looked this place up. It's uh, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's nice. It's nice. All right. There we go. <laughs> Oh, their spring cleanup is coming up in a couple of weeks. I mean, it's got a little lake. Oh, that is nice. Is there a water slide? Uh, I believe there's a water slide. I don't see one so far. I see that's a little flooded right now. That's what the cleanup is for. Hmm. Experience nature naturally. The cleanup is coming up. They offer large, clear, filtered swimming pool, mm -hmm. wood fire sauna, hiking trails throughout, camp store, picnic, transit and seasonal tent, bathhouse facilities. Indoor, outdoor shower, sand volley. There you go, sand volley ball court. It's ball. real. Oh, it's it. real. Uh, that's the only place that I would wear something. <laughs> no, at every nudist colony, there's got to be sand volleyball. I you know, know that. But, but that's the one thing that you would think these things don't mix. Sand volleyball and shuffleboard. Hmm. Shuffleboard's fine, but sand and open cracks. Sorry. 
You're right. I'm going to skip that sport. <laughs> You're right. I think there's a water slide into the lake, oh, which looks sweet. like fun. That does look like fun. <laughs> All right, that's your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America Runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, Don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season is going to be bigger, better, and faster. Yes, Jeff? Uh, There's the big old water slide right into the lake. That's awesome. Looks nice, huh? It really does. I mean, you're really in the woods there. Mm -hmm. Real quick, that that whole there is no hell thing, that's like a big big push right now happening. It's... um, called annihilationism is that it did i get that right yeah i don't think the catholics are down with it though annihilationists oh i know i know there's a lot of traditionalists that are pushing back but i'm just saying that that's kind of like a there's a A wave there's a wave of that right now with with catholicism just with with christian with a, a sect of christians that are starting to doubt the existence of what we have been traditionally Told was to hell. think is hell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you could see how that would be a bit controversial. Oh, for sure. Go ahead, Patrico. Uh, the Blues are back in action tonight at the Scott Trade Center after picking up an overtime loss in Vegas on Friday and then suffering a 6 nothing loss against the Coyotes in Arizona. You watch the game on yeah, Friday? I watched part of Friday's game and part of Saturday's game, and uh, Saturday was not fun to watch. Well, Friday night's game after Thorburn scored. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, what, his first goal of the season. Yep. You're like, man, we got this. And then, what, 22 seconds into overtime, into overtime they yep. lost. Yep. And then rough. Saturday's game, which that was, not, that yep. was not great. Not Friday, ex- not Friday ex- night, we had a party going. It was awesome. Like, overtime, this is so good. 22 seconds, place just scattered. Yeah. Everybody's Party's like, oh. Over. All right, lights so, yeah. come on. Not exactly what the Blues were hoping for on their road trip, but they look to rebound tonight against the Capitals at 7 p.m. Blues will hit the ice tonight without Scotty Upshaw, who is at least done for the regular season and may not see him any time in the playoffs at all. He suffered a lacerated kidney. Man, that just sounds it, bad. It, 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 it's not great. As of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the Blues are out of the wild card spot. They sit one point behind Colorado for the second spot, two points behind LA for the first wild card spot. The Blues have a home game against the Capitals tonight, home game against the Blackhawks on Wednesday, followed by a road game in Chicago, and then a game against the Avalanche in Colorado yeah, to wrap things up. Yep, so they're saying that there's a, there's a. A, a strong possibility where that last game against Colorado could be one team in, the other team out. Oh, so I it's love like it. it's like a one-game playoff. Oh, I love but it. Don't you love it? I mm-hmm. hope that it doesn't come to that. You where know, is like, it? Is it there or here? In Colorado. The last one. We'll be excited. Wednesday is the last home game of the year, wow. regular season home game. Guys, we have to win there to come back here. Yep. That's what is that? That's some sort of sports information, isn't it? That's a hot take. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals have picked up their first win of the year as Yadier Molina and Paul DeYoung exploded in a big 5-1 to win over the Mets. DeYoung actually went deep twice in the win. Yadier had a solo home run. Ozuna went 3-5 for five with 2 RBI in the win as well. Today, the Cardinals are in Milwaukee uh, for a series against the Brewers. First pitch schedule for 110. Ah. So, well, day baseball. Huh? day baseball. Day baseball. Yeah. As, as ESPN is putting it, uh, it will be the battle of the best versus the hottest in tonight's NCAA men's college basketball title game. And that would be Villanova versus Michigan. Each team won on Saturday. Michigan beat Loyola Chicago, and Villanova beat Kansas. So oh, what, hap- what happened to Loyola? The nun, the nun, their magic wore off. Darn. Yep, so That's who I had. They were actually the leading. Way. They were leading at halftime. So I had them winning the big uh, trophy. 
Over on the, the women's dance, side huh? of things, Notre Dame beat UConn on a buzzer beater to move on to the finals last night. And then dramatics yesterday happened again. It was UConn, or not UConn, Notre Dame, as seconds ticked away. All right, here's what that sounded like. Ogumbawale for the win. Enrique Ogumbawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. Seattle, shout out. If anybody is thinking what's going to go through, go to Notre Dame. This is what we do. National champs right here. I just can't get over her name. I, there's no way in hell that you could even pronounce uh, it. I didn't even write it down. It's that ridiculous. It's like a Quimbe Okamandawe. You did it. You got it. That I mean, it's perfect. close to that, but I mean, it's it's insane. Uh, Notre Dame it's ended Jay up winning. Chandrasekhar. Yeah, Notre Dame <laughs> ended up winning 61-58 and wins the women's NCAA tournament. Uh, the uh, highly anticipated lightweight fight between interim champion Tony Ferguson uh, and Khabib has been canceled just six days before it was supposed to headline UFC 223 at Barclays Center. UFC President Dana White, he said yesterday that Ferguson has withdrawn from the bow due to a torn knee ligament, which normally an LCL tear, you just got to give it some time and it heals. Well, apparently Ferguson tore it off the bone, oh, which means he has to have yeah. surgery. Uh, Ferguson ah. said that uh, he really didn't want to 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 cancel, but unfortunately he just can't do it. So featherweight champion Max Holloway has agreed to take Ferguson's place and will face him for the lightweight title. And the 155-pound bout will still headline UFC 223 uh, this weekend. I think he said he was going to fight if his opponent uh, had one leg tied up. <laughs> Flesh from the bone. Ow. Tore the, to the, the LCL, bone. the ligament. Yeah. Oh. From the bone. Yep. Ouch. And uh, finally, here, former New York Jets and New York Giants quarterback Geno Smith. He's got himself a new team. One year deal with the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, uh, Team Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> team member. Ah, boy. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> hey, he did start a game. Remember when they benched Manning last yeah, year? Right. Uh, he did start a game, 212 yards, a touchdown. And no interceptions, but he did fumble the ball twice. But uh, he's got a job. He's a backup over there at the uh, Los Angeles Chargers now. So I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline who's? Justin on Twitter says, uh, can you play that women's championship clip again? Sounds like a girl was getting murdered in the background. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was an excited scream, not a murder scream. Uh, today's headline who story comes to us from Parsippany, New Jersey, where last Sunday evening, cops were called to a grocery store for somebody possibly using drugs in their car in the store's parking lot. Upon their arrival, cops found the car parked and partially obstructing a handicapped space. Guys, strike one. Now, the guy wasn't inside the car, but, uh, but now he was inside the store. 30-year-old Kenneth Molesky had stumbled inside and cops found him near the store's deli area lying past it on the ground with a partially eaten chicken breast laying on his chest. <laughs> Where are you in life, guys? <laughs> uh, after they woke him up, they placed him under arrest and took him to the hospital because of how hammered he was. So he's been charged with DWI, reckless driving, and the capper obstructing a handicapped space. There you go from Parsippany, New Jersey. Kenneth Molesky, you are today's Headline Hoosh.
Pseudo Show. Hey, before we get to Sex Time Fun Facts, MLB The Show 18. How about that? That game looks awesome, doesn't it? Sure does. That's that's one game. There's two games every year that I must own. Two games. MLB The Show 18 and the wrestling game. And I can't wait for this one. All right, let's give away a copy for the PS4. Caller 105 at 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Get a copy of MLB The Show 18 for the PS4. MLB The Show 18 out now. Your team, your buddies, your hometown. MLB The Show 18 is for baseball fans like you. Huge roster of past legends and current superstars in Diamond Dynasty. If you don't win with us right now, uh, win a copy online at 1057thepoint.com. Welcome to the show. Rated E for everyone. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. All right, your sexy time fun facts sponsored by Sauce on the Side. So we all know about the, uh, you know, women's birth control pill. But a male birth control pill, this may be a reality sooner than we think. A new small study presented in Chicago at this uh, annual endocrine society meeting found an experimental drug is both safe and effective. DMAU is what they're calling it. In a month-long trial involving uh, involving, uh, 83 men, the drug was found to lower hormone levels without signs of testosterone deficiency or excess. And study authors said there was marked suppression of testosterone and of two hormones necessary for a man to produce sperm for those who took 400 megs of this DMAU, the highest dose. So more research is going to need to be done. But um, this drug is considered a major step forward in the development of a once-daily, quote-unquote, male pill. So that's uh, technology for you. Hmm. So the whole reason people have sex in public, besides alcohol, is the thrill of of being caught. I'm not a let's-do-it-out-in-public guy, but I know there are are some of us in this room that have done it out in public a lot. And is it the thrill? What is it? The thrill uh, of getting caught? Uh, yeah. And the odds of that might be higher than you think, being caught. A new survey found 69% of Americans have gotten on somewhere risky. 52% have done it in the last year. And 23% have been caught at least once. of those people have had sex outdoors. 68% have done it in the car. 48% have done it in the kitchen. 12% have done it in their roommate's bed. That's rotten. And 9% have gotten frisky in a movie theater. We never knew this, but apparently a whole lot of us are getting it on in our backyards. 62% of people have had sex outdoors said they've done it in their yard before. And that makes it the most common outdoor spot. That kind of makes sense. It's like, hey, we're outside, but it's still kind of close and safe. And 
a bit controlled if you're in your own backyard. Have you done it in your yard? No. Don't believe so. I mean, the, like, I've been outside at my house, yes, but not in the actual yard. Have you done it in your yard? Not in the yard. The roof? No, like, you know. The man owns a pool. Patio. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 that too. But I'm, I mean, like, patio. Yeah, deck. Yeah. For me. You guys do it outside <laughs> your yard all the time. <laughs> nope. Nope. 46% have done it on the beach. 31% have done it on a hiking trail. And 27% say they've pulled over at a highway rest stop. Gross. <laughs> it's not like they're doing it in the rest stop. Yeah. I mean, they pulled over. In between the vending machines? I, I was thinking they pull be. over in the parking lot. Or, the... In, or sure. in the facilities. I don't know. Apparently, all this public sex can have a positive effect. 58% think it's good for their relationship. And 70% say it's made them feel closer as a couple. And the survey also had people name some specific spots where they've had risky sex. Some of the crazier ones include a, a phone booth at Epcot, under the stage at a concert, on their boss's new desk, on a set of train tracks, and on a moving roller coaster. That doesn't which sound I don't fun. Believe. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't believe that. Yeah. So where are the most popular places for people to have sex in public? And they did a survey of a, a, a thousand people. The 10 hottest spots. Number one is a public park, field, forest, or garden. And then inside a car, the beach or in the ocean, a public bathroom, at the movies, a school, dressing room, swimming pool, balcony, and at work. Those are the most common places. What would you say the riskiest place? Riskiest place? Out of those? No, no. Out of... Just in general? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about a parking lot for a police station? <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would think that's pretty risky. Uh, let's see. Uh, you've done it? The no. parking lot? No. You're I've just done saying it. in general. Oh, what's the riskiest you've that done. I've done? Uh, yeah, that you've done. Oh, oh. Um. Shoot, I don't know. Yeah, probably car parking lot. Yeah. I did. I mean, I had one time in the... Uh, boy. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Go ahead, no. man. It was like two a.m., but it was like the it was like the oh, dude. I'm saying this out loud. Uh, the uh, playground of a uh, school that was connected to a church. <laughs> but it was it was like middle of the night. It's yeah, not yeah, like there yeah, was yeah. any <laughs> chance of anybody being around. Right. <laughs> Why is everybody thinking like eleven a.m. <laughs> on a school day? <laughs> No, 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 no. That would be highly illegal and gross. Mm. Patrico's probably bedroom, gross anyway, right? But... Bedroom for you. No, mine was the well, edge of the oh, bed yeah, one time. Mine you got busted. Mine was the the commuter lot where we had a police officer roll up oh, on this. Right. So. I would say in the car outside of our first apartment on Maryland Avenue in uh, in the West End. That was it. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm done with this. <laughs> Somewhere in a car. Now, there's, there's an old cliche that people don't change. But apparently your persuasive and hypnotic powers can overcome all that. According to a new survey, 9 out of 10 people say 
they have, quote, made improvements to their significant other. In other words, there's a damn good chance both you and your partner think you've changed each other. And I would say my wife has definitely changed me. The top five ways we've changed them are making them cleaner, helping their fashion sense, helping improve their diet and exercise habits, making them more ambitious and driven, and making them more fun and upbeat. But 64% of people say the job isn't done yet. And there's at least one other thing about their significant other that they still need to work on fixing. Maybe that's okay, though. The survey also found 75% of men and 67% of women say they're, they're happy with the ways their partners have changed them. I think my wife has changed me for the better, for sure. Mm-hmm. In, like, what ways? Is there something startling that just pops, pops in your head? I mean, just I'm a cleaner person. Hmm. Before we met, I almost had, like, zero, you know, zero responsibilities. Now I have a sense that I need to be responsible for things yeah, because my wife, I'm, she drives me. Now, Disney movies and romantic comedies, to, to a lesser extent, The Bachelor, you know, have trained us to believe that our perfect soulmate is out there. But is there a point where you should just say, I don't know if I'm ever going to find any soulmate. Maybe that doesn't even exist. And I'm definitely not getting younger. So, um, you know, <laughs> will you marry me? <laughs> According to a new survey, the majority of people say no. say you should hold out for the one. Only 11% say you should settle for somebody who's just good enough. Men are almost twice as likely as women to think just settling for someone is a good idea. And maybe more, well, maybe not surprisingly, people in their 50s are most likely to say you should settle. People in their 30s and 40s are second most likely, and people in their 20s are least likely to say you should settle. I wonder if people don't feel as though they're settling, even though they kind of are, because your previous list, you know, before this. Hey, man, you're good enough for right now. Uh, you're you're a project. I'm going to have to change you a little mm-hmm. bit, but you're, you know what I mean? Like, you're good enough. If, you, you, you know, you fit in my life and everything, but I yeah. just got to tweak you a little bit, like the previous list you were talking about. I, we may have said this before. You know, soulmates, is that is that a thing? The one? Is that a thing? I, I think it can, oh, it can be. I think that's simplifying it to an easy storybook sort of. Yeah, I phrase. think it's a storybook thing. But I, but I think it certainly can be. I think when you when you achieve that or find that connection, those things make sense. Those those titles can make sense. I don't know about the the term soulmate. I know there's a perfect match. Oh, I don't think there's a perfect match. I don't either. But I think there's. I don't believe but in I, that. I, but I think you there's. You don't think it's a perfect to, match? No. No, I don't think anything. Any, I don't think anybody's a perfect match. I'm, I'm more to believe that there's a soulmate for you than there is a perfect match. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, or, yeah, really? Or, or the description yeah. of a soulmate. Somebody that you connect it, with, it, it, like that, that flaws aren't seen as flaws necessarily. You yeah. accept them. There is no project involved. There's no, I want to change this about you. That. And, and if it's a perfect match, that means that there's no, there's never any arguing. Arguing. Never. Because that's your perfect match. You know so they, they, all your bad things that you, the, the, the flaws that you have, like he said, those are not flaws in their eyes. You do know See, wrong. See, but I think your, your definition of perfection may be different from mine. 
Well, I, a perfect I match the, means I perfect. Say, I like, hold the word perfect match. to mean yeah. perfect. No, me but perfect doesn't mean necessarily that you're never going to argue. To I, me, it does. I, I still, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still keeping the... Do you, you feel me, Jeff? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. In my opinion is I think you can have a perfect match, but it doesn't have to be the perfect person. Like, you and I could be perfect friends, even though I disagree with some of the stuff that you say. And the reason why we're perfect is I can get over those things and still right. be your friend. Exactly. Like, we I, can I have an argument I'm, and... Yeah. and So well, my wife... And I can have an argument and just get over. Well, then that's the best match or a fantastic match, but right. perfect match. I mean, we're arguing semantics here, but like I, I don't, I don't want to throw in, that word around. Yeah, in my eyes, I look at it like a puzzle piece. Okay, a puzzle piece, a perfect fit is when I put this puzzle piece together, it goes boop and it fits every edge, every little jet out. You know, that fits perfectly in there. Now there could be a good match where I can go, maybe I and like get it in there, but maybe to me, perfection is a little verbal jousting. Mm-hmm. That's why definitions of uh, perfection are, are different and subjective. Yeah, we're arguing semantics, but yeah, but I, but I mean, as far as the belief of a soulmate, I, I can I can vibe with that. I think that's a little down Disney, with that. I think it's a little Disney Channel way to put it, um, and I think people attribute something that is a good match for some soulmate when it's you're way off, and you'll find that out in time. But I don't know. See, and that's why, and that's why I think. But soulmate, I think there's also potential of like, there's probably thirty soulmate potential soulmates for me out there. See, you know and, that, and see, I, that's why I think soulmate is, is is a better description than perfect match because like I could sit there and I can argue with my wife, but then I know after the argument that we are going to make up and things are going to be good, and I would do anything for that woman just like she would do anything for me, which then in turn makes it a soul soulmate. Now, to like I said before, to me a perfect match is this is perfect harmony. We are incredible. There is never anything that is ever bad between us. That is perfection. Soulmate is we are each other's soulmate, and while there may be some bad times, we can get past those. And I think a lot that has to do with that too is the trajectory. Two two people, I mean, a, a perfect relationship, using the word perfect relationship, should be two people on completely separate trajectories. They're their own person. They're in love with them themselves. They work very well as their own human beings. And they just, the trajectories happen to be parallel and they can intertwine and they continue to grow together individually and, and together. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's your that definition is, of uh, perfection. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that or it could is, be somebody else's. Hey, man, we got a sex swing downstairs. She's down with it. Perfect. Right, but I'm just saying. My soulmate. Five years, <laughs> My soulmate. In five years, maybe one <laughs> wants to work in a different way. She wants to hit up the sex dungeon at least three times a week. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, my soulmate, perfect match. <laughs> and then there's the you know, trajectory thing and all that stuff. Yeah, but of course, I feel like right now in the situation I'm in, I'm connected to a, uh, another human being in a way that I have never experienced before. Honestly, kind of gave up on e even and realized like this is this is what it's this is where you're shooting for this kind of connection, and that's the soulmate kind of vibe. All right, one final thing here. How many dates does it take before you're ready to take a trip with somebody? How many dates does it take before you're ready to take a trip with somebody? What kind of trip? We talking like a weekend camping trip? Or like a no, vacation? I, I mean, there's a big difference between going with some friends for drinks for an hour and going with someone to Mexico for a week. If you're having sex, you can go on a trip with somebody. So three dates. Whoa, three yeah. dates. You don't you don't believe in that? You don't think so? I, if I think if so I'm if me. I'm further if I'm far enough in the relationship where I'm having sex with somebody, I think we should be able to go on a trip. 
And I'm not talking about just like a one night stand. I'm talking about with a person where I have waited I mean, and even I've if you're, even if you're you know, you're dating. I mean, you have sex on the first date. You'll find a lot out. Yeah. You'll find a lot out about it. So then it's okay. So if you, even if you're you're going you're you're set up with somebody, you have sex on the first date, tomorrow we can go on a trip together. Like you Why have plans not? to see her again. I, that, that's fine. I don't. To me, Ooh, man, that's tough because you're spending the night with. To them, me, Oof. it's it's got to be a little longer. Yeah, it's got to be at least like two months. Yeah, I would definitely not say after the first date. No way. Because you spent half that first date. If 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 you did it the first time, you spent half of that date not talking or learning anything about the person. Except, well, I mean, you're learning something about the person. How about this? I started dating my my wife when, when we started dating years ago, in July, and in. Early December, we went to Florida together. We took a trip to Florida, drove down there. Is that early or is that late? How, after how long? July to December. End, end of July and then early December. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and we started yeah, dating. Yeah, because you know her. We started dating right around Christmas, New Year's, and we went on a trip in March. But that was months. That's months. Yeah, I wouldn't want on a trip to be the first time I spent the night with somebody. Well, I mean, you, you could go on a couple dates and sleep together every night. And still not know the person because, you know, it's all exciting the first couple of dates and it's still all new. You, you you still have a front. Yeah. You're still putting up a front. Mm-hmm. You're still maybe pretending a little bit. You're still playing the game. Right. Don't know everything about guard everything. Guard is not down yet. You still got the guard up. Honestly, the trip should probably be a part of the dating. That should be like a, a step three. Go on a trip and see if you all... Survive but it. God forbid you go. God forbid you go too soon, and I'm stuck here. Which one do you f- do first? Uh, say a weekend trip or a three or four day trip or fart in front of them first. Which one do you do first? Probably the trip. Yeah, we're, to- <laughs> we're tooting on vacation, well, so say, let's kill two birds. Yeah, two birds with one stone. Hey, as long out. as we're here. <laughs> well, how long do you say? Oh gosh, a couple of months, a couple of months at least. Two months? Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least two months. Yeah. I'm at least at least two months. Yeah. At least two months. Moon, how long do you say? I think two months is probably two months? pretty safe. Patrico says the next day. I, did I say that? <laughs> you said that I said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> how long do you say? I, it, it it all depends, but I mean, I think uh, after after a month, I think you know whether this person is, you know, if this is just a casual thing, or if you're Are we going to serious Cancun about together? this, <laughs> I think after a month, or at least I know in my past, within a month, I could tell. Okay, this is going to be a casual thing, or all right, I want this chick to, to you know to to be around for a while. All right. Well, according to a new survey, single people say that when they start dating someone now, they'd be ready to plan a trip with them very early in the relationship. The majority of women say they'd be willing to go on a trip with someone. After five dates. Men, even sooner. They'd be willing to go after just three. That's what I said that. I said three well, dates you because that's the... That's the correct, according to this survey. We'll be willing that's to the, That's the standard for... Remember, we, we had a study a while ago. The men's answer for, like, how, how long do you wait before you have sex with a girl that you're, like, dating and serious about? And it was three dates. 
So you're going to do that and plan a vacation the same night? Not at the same night, no, but when would you feel comfortable <laughs> enough to go? It doesn't say go right now. It's, it's not like a, after date number three, you go, pack your bags, we're going on a road trip. Well, I remember Man, people, the sex I, was great. Want to go to Cancun? Sound, I hate to sound like an old curmudgeon, <laughs> but I think it's different now because your life is out there on social media. Dude. And maybe you know them Dude. more than, like when I met my wife, you know, 18 years ago, yeah, it like, was different. Yeah, good point. We actually yeah. had to talk. You if know it, so much more about them because of it. Yeah. yeah, if I meet a chick right now, I can, or, you know, somebody's trying to set me up with a chick, I can go online, I can search her name, and then all of a sudden I can go, okay, this, 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 this. And then when we meet, I can go, hey, I saw that you got three dogs. What's your dog's names? Where before you had to go and say, do you have any pets? Yeah, yeah. Or what, what are you hiding? Names? You can't hide anything. I remember people gave us a lot of stuff, though, because it was uh, almost three months. We had been dating for almost three months, and we went on a full trip and it was camping and everything i mean we were in a tent and a lot of people were like oh boy i don't know you guys are that's risky it seems awfully soon like it got that all the time i think we i think the first trip we went on yeah you know what it was it was actually it was probably within a couple months a month or two yeah where did y'all go we went to the poconos mm. in uh in pennsylvania and we stayed at a really cheesy place that had like a heart-shaped tub. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds really dirty, by the way. It was. No, not that. I mean Poconos. Just the name. It was. <laughs> That's it not was. what he meant, but you just called yourself out anyway. It, no, no, I'm sorry. No, like actually filthy. Oh, like, okay. Oh, it, oh, oh. Like cl- cleanliness-wise. Oh, I see. That's <sighs> funny. And, and it was clean. It was gross. <laughs> so wanted to, didn't you? That tub needed a good scrubbing. Before and after. It was an option. We had either the champagne glass or the, <laughs> or the heart-shaped <laughs> one. The heart-shaped tub. <laughs> we chose the heart-shaped one. Uh, Thank you. The Rusito Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, Patrico's going to tell us about the sex toy of the week after the break. We'll bring in uh, King Scott for this. Since he's such an expert, you know. Agree or disagree. Everybody can wear this. You know what it is. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Talking about soulmates, Chris on Twitter uh, is asking if a Jeff's soulmate is a tomato. <laughs> nah, that was just a one-time thing. Just I hit it. Off. That tomato, I hit it and quit it. <laughs> Pseudo show. Hi, right, welcome back. I uh, before <laughs> dance party in here. Uh, before we get into the sex toy of the week, I forgot to mention this during sports. Uh, free pizza today from uh, Little Caesars. Oh yeah. So today is the day. So if you didn't hear, so during round number one of the NCAA tournament. Uh, the University of Maryland, Baltimore County beat Virginia. It's the first time, the first time ever a, a number 16 seed beat a number one seed. And it was 0 and 135 up to them. So Little Caesars tweeted that if a 16 seed beat a number one seed, they'd get everyone in the country a free lunch combo. And today's the day. I think it's between 11.30 and 1. 
Yeah, it's it's not so you like got a it's, tight window. Yeah, it's not like it's all day. You can't just walk in there at seven o'clock tonight and go have a lunch combo. I mean, it is a, a small window of time, and it's specific on what you can get. I think too. It's right? a personal deep dish pizza and a bottle of soda. Hmm. It's free. That's awesome. I mean, it, it seemed like a safe bet. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies knows a guy that runs a couple of them out in the St. Charles area, and they are terrified. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like and that's like it's like a thing like it's all hands on deck, like they have prepared for two weeks for this because they know they are about to get so slimed. today between eleven thirty and one, go to any participating Little Caesars and get yourself a free lunch. That's today. Yeah, good luck. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you say free for for something? Oh boy, they come out of the woodwork, and you get one. I wonder if people are going to double dip. Like go to this one and then go to that oh, one? Probably. I can't imagine people doing that. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> We're talking about now, humans? Yeah. the humans. Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. Are they going to stamp your hand? They should. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. They'll put a big X on your forehead. <laughs> I bet there's gonna. I bet if you drive by one this afternoon, starting at about 1130, there'll be a line out the door. Oh, I bet you earlier. I'll bet you starting. I bet you. I bet you people would line up at 10.30 for free pizza. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. All right, Patrico's got the sex toy of the week. What do we got? The neoprene superhero mask. All right. This is probably the cleanest and safest sex toy that we have ever had, but this thing is incredible. Uh, $18.95 for this. That's $18.95. Four out of five stars. The average review. This review comment comes from an unknown name. And stars from this reviewer, he gives it five. This literally looks like the Ninja Turtle mask. I mean, it really does. like Zorro. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. But it comes in different colors. So, uh, here's a review. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's time to get it on. I always say that right before here. <laughs> this superhero mask is perfect for party play or just a super, super sexy superhero role play. Whether you want to be the good or the bad guy, this mask will help you spice things up in the bedroom. It comes in multiple colors. We've actually incorporated them into our group parties. Each color is a different Ooh, action. What is red? If you're wearing the red mask, you do one thing. If you're wearing the blue mask, you are allowed to do something else. Ah, that oh, thing. Something cool. else. I get it. Yep. It makes things incredible, uh, incredibly creative and fun. It ties tight with a string and it travels easily. So if you want to wear it out on the town, you can do that as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's you. It's my going out mask. Personally, <laughs> personally, the black and red goes very well with the black and red trimmed leather jocks. Perfect for some quick action without getting too deep into the fetish rabbit hole. Easily cleaned and almost no soiled smell. Yikes. Great price as well. May run a tad small on large heads. Is it waterproof? I'm asking for a friend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, it looks like I'm peeking into like Robin from Batman and Robin's bedroom or something. That's exactly what it picture. is. It's the old school Robin mask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The old campy version. So if, right. you, if you don't want to go like full out with your, uh, you know, S&M gear. Nobody will ever know it's you, by the way. No, never, <laughs> ever. You cannot tell no, what this guy knows. All right, so that's the neoprene superhero mask, the sex toy of the week. Nice, huh? It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. 
Welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. We talk about Taylor Swift a lot. We talk about how she's very generous with her fans. We talk about how she came from the country world. We sure, talk yeah. about how she's a pop star now. And yeah, does she does she sing? Think about when Taylor Swift first started. She was a little girl with a guitar who mm-hmm. sang country tunes. Yeah. A little bit more than that now. Yeah. And the whole thing now is she's a pop star that I mean, she isn't running around dancing and stuff like that. But can she sing? Can she actually sing? So. Yeah, she can Ooh, sing. Taylor Swift? T-Swift? Here's, here's yeah. a little proof that she can. Check this out. Not the greatest audio, obviously. But... That's and this was on Saturday. Surprise, kind of a surprise thing that she did in a couple, two, three songs, yeah, and that's just, where she was discovered. Did she I just show up? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that people questioned if she could sing or not. Like, because remember, she used to be she used to be the country gal. Like that's how she started. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anybody questioned if she could sing. I thought she always was been known as like she's one of those chicks that has the pipes. Like, and she's like, got that's a song that she wrote for somebody else called Better Man. That's a little Big Towns. Uh, 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 that's a cover of their song. She actually wrote the thing. Which was kind of cool. So, so she she just showed up at this place. Yep, and she just also played two, three songs. Couple, a oh, handful nice. of songs. Couple, yeah, two, three. She shot back Couple, some two, three, uh, huh? some whiskey. And, oh, uh, a little whiskey too, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, and she was. It was kind of cool because she's one of those people that went, "Hey, man, this is one of those rare places that you can come in and you can just hang out and you can sing and and, kick and it. have a good and just kick it." That's what she. Was, <laughs> Taylor's just kicking it. Hey, you know who's going to be kicking it here at Peabody? No, who? Go ahead, Jeff. Tell us. Oh, uh, Mr. Joseph Biden will uh, be coming to Smoking Joe the, Biden, huh? Smoking Joe Biden. Just him on a guitar? Yeah, he's going to be doing Iron Maiden covers. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I was thinking ministry. <laughs> it's uh, Joe Biden and the American Promise Tour, June fourteenth. Uh, that, that's the band's name. Uh, <laughs> the American Promise Tour. <laughs> As Joe Biden does the songs of uh, Sticks. Boy, how great that! That's going to be great. I can't wait for him to do Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Tickets on sale Friday at uh, 10 a.m. I heard he was, he, he was just going to do straight Wu-Tang stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, remember, when I, remember when I talked about those big raises, bless you, that the cast of Stranger Things was getting? Everybody was getting like a 1,300% raise oh, or yeah. whatever it was. Well, Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven, uh, she was renegotiating. So at the time, we weren't 100% sure what she was getting. Uh, her her contract has uh, been renegotiated very well. She was scheduled to get a uh, paid just shy of 25 grand per episode for season three, obviously coming up. And that would have been an increase of about $1,000 per episode from season two. Pretty good. The main cast of kids renegotiated. They got some pretty fat uh, uh, pay bumps for season three, around $250,000 per episode. Millie's raise, about $350,000 per episode. All right. So all full told for this season, she will, the, the third season, She'll make about three point one five million dollars. Damn man, good She's for her. Fifteen? Oh gosh, it, at the at the most, she may have just turned fourteen. So. I think, as a matter of fact, yeah, good so, for all of them. That's like uh, up where the adults, like Winona Ryder and them, are making. Yeah, well, she's the big star of the show. I mean, yeah, no she's. Doubt. But she, you know, if you look on social media, and people always retweet pictures of her with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. like all getting close and stuff, it's creepy. It is creepy. It is, yeah. But uh, And good for everybody on that show, except for the one person that's super bummed. 
the dead girl. Sean Astin. Oh, Barb. <laughs> yeah. Or Sean Astin, too. Yeah. Barb. She's like, I'm literally the only person that died. No, Sean Astin died, too. Hey. What? You it's been enough time. Maybe. He said maybe. You big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I forgot. Uh, are you guys familiar with a, a former Disney star <laughs> named uh, Allison Stoner? Nope. The name sounds familiar. She was the little girl that danced her ass off in that, uh, not Lil' Kim, who's the other one? Oh, Missy yeah, Elliott the, uh, video. The Work It video. Blind Melon video, the B-girl. not it. <laughs> that girl's like 43 now. You know, the, you know the Work It. The Work It video where the little yeah, girl... Yeah, Curly Sue. All right, so Disney alum Allison Stoner shared a very moving story over the weekend, and it comes down to the fact that she has uh, she likes women. It came down to that, and is a very, very emotional thing that she said, and uh, it was in Teen Vogue. She described encountering uh, this young lady in a dance class where the she was the instructor, and she came over to correct her form, and she said, my heart started racing, my body grew hot. I was breathing heavy, and that's when she realized that it's not just dudes that she likes. Hmm. So she likes guys, she likes girls, and she likes people who don't identify either way. Hmm. So that was a big revelation from her over the weekend. So congratulations on coming out. Uh, Paul Marciano, the founder of Guess, and he's the guy that was accused by Kate Upton of sexual uh, harassment, or not harassment, but grabbing her boob and all this other stuff. Well, he cannot wait for an article to come out uh, I believe it's Time Magazine is going to come out with an article that is going to prove his innocence. Uh, he he was talking, I think it was TMZ over the weekend, and he just looked right in the camera and said, just wait for it. Oh, I'm going right. to prove that she is lying, that she is incorrect, and then I will wait for an apology. Time Inc. article coming out very soon yeah. to prove his innocence. You know, did you see the video I was talking about, Tone? Yeah, she's not in it all that much. I didn't. No, I, no, no. She's she, but she's what? she flew right by. Who, she's good though. Yeah, I mean she's she's in it for just a quick second, but I mean she's she just, dances next to her, right? She dances next mm-hmm. to her, in, like in like a group setting yeah. where she does like a couple. She's like one, she does the break dancing stuff, like you know, like where oh she's frozen and then does yes. the things and the stuff. The things in the stuff. Ah. All right. <laughs> I know I painted the way oh, yeah. specific. That one. Remember in Bill Cosby's deposition, there was lots of talk about him giving women quaaludes back in the day to, you know, to help him with his sexual assault. Well, the judge now is hinting that he in this retrial, because the first one was hung jury, obviously, he may prevent jurors from hearing about that. So imagine being on Why? the jury. Uh, uh, this is a potential setback, obviously, for the prosecution. They hope to portray him as a serial predator, which this would help with that. The judge said Cosby is not on trial for what he said in his deposition. Testimony about Quaaludes was included in the 2017 trial, but uh, um, I'm sorry, 2017 trial. But five additional accusers have come forward since, and they will be allowed to testify. So that's going to kind of take the place of it, apparently. Hmm. So uh, the retry, actually, the, the jury selection is uh, beginning today, as a matter of fact. Uh, Amazon's getting on the reboot train, developing a TV series based on 1992's Tom Hanks movie, A League of Their Own. Oh, really? Yeah. A, sh- a show or a, or a movie? A TV show. Huh. The, here's the official logline. Quote, A League of Their Own is a half-hour comedy infusing the warmth, humor, and DNA of the classic film while taking a contemporary spin on the stories of the women uh, surrounding the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. And it, it's kind of like the movie, only in half-hour uh, sequences is what it looks like. So no premiere date on it just yet. But it's going to be a couple of writers uh, that are they're sitting down, they're going to start writing, and then they're going to present it to Amazon to see what happens. Man, they could really do that with other teams. 
You know, like the like what the racing, whatever it was. The, oh, the, the peaches. There was the peaches. No, there was, there was a Rockford, Rockford peaches, peaches, and there was a team from racing. racing. Bells. Yeah, there was. But I mean, you could easily take another team and do the exact same thing. There's only like five teams. Right, but I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. You could. Everybody knows if you try and recast yeah. the Rockford peaches, oh, you're yeah. gonna run into problems. But if you go with another team, don't you replace my daddy? <laughs> you can roll with it. Is that a uh, ro- uh, Rosie O'Donnell? N- no, Madonna. No, no. No, uh, no. Donnie's Donnie's Gina Davis. Catcher, yeah, yeah. Donnie's oh. the the lead. Our musical quiz. Is I hope you guys Davis? haven't heard this already. Gina Davis. Yeah. Will you play the uh, Rebel Yell in there? You guys tell me who this is. Damn it! Of course, Tony knows. All the way, May. Who's this guy? Dude is sitting in a chair while he's singing that. I don't think I don't think Moon will ever get this. You're a huge fan. Garth Brooks. You're Not a huge too. fan, but it's not Garth Brooks. He's, Sting. He keeps putting his hair behind his ears while he's singing. Dave Grohl. Do you know who this is? Really? Long Keanu, curly Keanu hair. That was a Weird Al Yankovic, dude. No way! Yeah, that was Weird Al Yankovic. That's awesome. I think I sent it over uh, to be to, to the video up on the blog, but if not, I'll send it over there. Yes, dude, Scott rules. Said yes. yes. Uh, finally, a quick question for you: Would you end a relationship if the other person was a bad tipper? Yes or no? You're on a couple of dates, and you're thinking as the female man, "This is the dude. This is my guy. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start naming our kids." All this other uh, stuff. You're looking across the table going, this is my guy. If it's a one-time thing, Maybe you bring know. it up and, and see if... Yeah, like what's the deal with the 10%? This, yeah, see if it's deliberate, see if he's thought of it. Maybe it's something that he was raised to do. Or if this is like... If Maybe he's not good at math. Maybe that could be it. Every single time I do the bill... I, if I'm if I'm with Julie, I'll go, what what should I put here for the tip? What do I do? Here? Really? Oh, yeah, every single time. You know, I do the same thing. Like so, the so the waitress comes, puts a little thing in front. I put my card in there. I hand it back. She comes. She puts it in front of me. I give it to my wife. Yeah. All right, I'll, give me a price. Uh, the bill is uh, uh, thirty-one forty-eight. I just get out of calculator. I would do six bucks. Yeah, that's about right. Because my, my round up. The thing what I always was told to do is take the decimal point, move it over one, times it by two. Yeah, that's it. That's all you gotta do. Wait, say what? So it's 3128. You take the decimal point, you move it over one to the left. So that means now it says 3.1. So times it by two, six bucks. That's it. Oh, okay. That's 20%. I can do that. So I'd say the bill is $101.50. You would tip 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Now, why do you give it to your wife every time if you have this formula? That just just changed my life. Because she doesn't want to be judged. Because sometimes sometimes she's like, huh, they were good, but they weren't great. 17%. Sometimes they were phenomenal. She does twenty five percent. Nine percent of the time, it's it's twenty percent. Mm-hmm. All right, Moon. Yeah. Your bill is seventy five dollars and eighty four cents. Uh, seventy five dollars and eighty four cents. Done. Well, I'm assuming it's fifteen bucks, but like uh, I, I would put yeah, more. Yeah, fifteen bucks. I would still that's put 20%. more. That's twenty percent. I know, I know, but that just feels. That's weird. twenty. That's twenty percent of the total. I, listen, I've been yelled at for giving too much. Because I, I there's I don't even. You're on over twenty percent tipper. Oh yeah, for sure. If if you I do if, if, no no if I do the over if I if I calculate I'll do twenty percent and then I round up. Dollar, you're giving too much. You're supposed to take twenty percent of the pre-tax, right? 
I don't even know. I don't, I don't do that. I do the total. I always do the total. I, I, do, I, always I, do the total. Yeah, I, I definitely overdo it. For sure. And I've so been, you give over twenty percent? Wow. Every time. Every time, huh? I've been yelled at a time or two. And mm. not by cheap people, but by people who are like, What are you doing? Must be rich. No, no I, I I have this weird guilt. Really? For for twenty percent you feel guilty? Twenty percent is a top end. Yeah, I get I don't know. I don't know. I just feel guilty. On TV tonight, you got the uh, NCAA championship game, Villanova and Michigan. That's on TBS. NBC has The Voice. ABC has American Idol. Crappy birthdays, Michael. Do you not tip on, uh, like, takeout? Yeah, I do. You do tip on Yeah, for the, for, for the most part. The full 20%? Oh, no, like if it's a if it's a pickup, like sushi pickup or something? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, give, I'll just throw a few dollars. Like a couple bucks, yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know, but we talked about this before. I don't even know if you're supposed to do that. And I haven't done that every time. And, I think and the, it's acceptable if you do, and it's acceptable if you don't. The few times that I haven't done it, I feel terrible. I, I do too. I don't like what it. What about pizza delivery? What, what do you mean? Like, do you tip different for that? I don't really do pizza delivery, but I, I mean, I do. It's always, it's, it's standard, like five bucks or three bucks, three to five bucks, mm. something like that. I do three bucks, but I answer the door shirtless. <laughs> That's a little gift. It's just a little gift from me to you. Crabby birthdays. <laughs> Michael Fassbender is uh, 41. <laughs> uh, young Jock, 35. Christopher Maloney, uh, he's from like Law & Order, SVU, and Oz. He was a uh, freak show in Harold and Kumar. He is 57. Linda Hunt, the tiny boss on NCIS Los Angeles. Also, she was the uh, principal in Kindergarten Cop. And Mike's sister. She is 73. <laughs> Today's Burton birthday of the day. He played the OG Obi-Wan Kenobi, died back in 2000. Sir Alec Guinness would have been 105 years old today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Leona Dolce. Today's birthday girl has, been, has buried more bones than Clifford the Big Red Dog in 27 fine films, including Riding Dirty, Volume 4, Chow Down, mm, I'm a Big Girl Now, Volume 8, in a movie called The Little Fermaid. In a movie called Oh Shane, Shane, Shane. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Anal is my middle name. Mm, what's your middle name? Gerard. Yes, it is. Mine's Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Leona Dolce is 29 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, here's uh, John and Imperial. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, John. What's up? Hey, so back to the tip in your waitresses and waiters. A uh, little fun fact for you. If you pay with your debit card or your credit card and put your tip on it, they are forced to pay taxes on that. Wait, the if waiter? Well, of course. I mean, and if, if you pay cash, most of them do, but they can hide that, and Uncle Sam never knows. Yeah, it's cash is king. Right. You know, sometimes know. you go, uh, hey, uh, how much for that? All right. What if I give you cash? Mm-hmm. But if I pay cash, what, what is it? If I it? pay cash, uh-huh. what is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I always put my, my meal on the card and cash on the table. What? So John's a good guy. Way to go, John. Way to go, John. Gold You're star one of the good John. ones, John. You're better Gold than the rest of us, John. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. You and Moon sitting in a tree. I never had cash, hey. though. Hey, here's a fun fact. And I remembered this, and it's sad that I did. Jeff, how many brothers do you have? Three. Oh, I thought about I that too. One, I this one too. They're all middle name Gerard. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Makes it easy. I don't know why, man. It's so weird. It's the patron saint of expectant motherhood too, and we're all boys. You never uh, asked. No, I didn't. 
No one ever asked? I was going to ask one of my brothers yesterday, but I couldn't remember his name, so and I didn't want to interrupt Gerard. him. That's what you're just going to Hey, hey Gerard. Gerard! Everybody went, yeah! <laughs> The Mentalist, you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, O's. Welcome back. Home stretch. Time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So, this is some good parenting right here. So, a 25-year-old mom from Georgia, she's in some trouble. After, uh, this is last Wednesday... She intentionally crossed into oncoming traffic and drove head-on into a telephone pole. And her two kids, a five- and a seven-year-old, were in the back seat. Again, she did this on purpose. But, gosh, she had a great reason. Her seven-year-old daughter said, quote, her eyes were closed and she was saying, blah, 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 I love God. Okay. She didn't want us to just have a car accident she wanted us to know that God is real. Listen, she did tell the kids to buckle up before she rammed into the pole. That is nice of her. And she admitted to cops that she crashed a car to prove to her kids that God is real. Wow. The kids are now with the grandparents. Thank God. Ah, thank God. Mom remains in jail. Wow. There's somebody that needs some a checkup from the neck up. Am I right, guys? Yeah, you go. Check up never heard that. From, from the, the neck, neck up. up. Wow. Write it down. That's beautiful. It, she needs a lot of things. She doesn't need kids. For damn sure. No, no. It's best for the kids to be with somebody else for the time being. Yeah. To mom until mom gets better. You check me up from the neck up. That's hilarious. You know, it's good to see our, our country's finest minds finally working on something important. A new uh, study out of Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh figured out the best way to get over your embarrassment when you pass gas in public. And the researchers found that when you break wind, instead of focusing on your feelings, try to put yourself in everyone else's shoes. Sure, they're grossed out by the smell, (laughs) but they also feel empathy. Empathy towards you since they know how humiliating you know, it is to be the one who, quote-unquote, dealt it. <laughs> so when you focus on what they're thinking and how they're probably sympathetic towards you, you'll get over your embarrassment quicker. So, Riz, I got a question for you. How does this make you feel? <laughs> how do you feel when I do this? Empathy. Oh, boy. Thanks, man. The researchers say uh, that that this technique also works on other embarrassing public situations, too. But, I mean, come on. The only reason they they hooked me on this was because I saw the word farts (laughs) in a scientific study. And you're a child. And then I was deeply, deeply interested. (laughs) Hmm, Carnegie Mellon farts. Hmm. You had me a toot. (laughs) All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. 
Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 air locations, all the games, all the time. Blues back in action tonight at the Scott Trade Center after picking up an overtime loss in Vegas on Friday and then suffering a 6 to nothing loss to the Coyotes in Arizona on Saturday. Not exactly what the Blues were hoping for on their road trip, but they look to rebound tonight against the Capitals at 7 p.m. Uh, the Blues will hit the ice tonight without Scotty Upshaw who is at least done for the regular season, suffered a lacerated kidney. So guys, guys, there. guys. Mm-hmm. Tonight, since they're how many points out of the playoffs? One, One. point. Guys, from now until the ever, from now until the end of the season, which is how many games away? Uh, they've got a game tonight, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Saturday? I think there's four games left. Yeah. Four games Ish. left. Guys, every point counts. That's a hot take. Yeah, if the playoffs were to start today, the Blues are out of the wild card. They sit one point behind Colorado for the second spot, two points behind L.A. for the first wild card spot. Uh, the Blues have games against the Capitals tonight, home game against the Blackhawks Wednesday, followed by a road game in Chicago, and then a game against the Boy, Avalanche, they need to, Colorado. They need to win up. these games, guys. That's a hot take. The Cards have picked up their first win of the year as Yadier Molina and Paul DeYoung exploded in a big 5-1 to win over the Mets. Paul DeYoung actually went deep twice in the win, and Yadier had a solo home run. Marcelo Zuna went 3-5, for five, 2 RBI in the win as well. Today, Cardinals are in Milwaukee for a series against the Brewers. First pitch scheduled for one ten. What do we got today? Some day baseball. We got a little bit of day baseball, yes. <laughs> Uh, ESPN is calling it the best versus the hottest in tonight's NCAA title game. That would be Villanova and Michigan. Each team won on Saturday in their semifinal matchup. Michigan beat Loyola Chicago and Villanova beat Kansas. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno So. Headline. Whoosh. All right. Today's headline Hoosh story takes us to Parsippany, New Jersey. Where last Sunday evening, cops were called to a grocery store for someone possibly using drugs in the in the uh, in the store's parking lot in their car. And upon arrival, the cops found the car. It was parked and partially obstructing a handicapped space. Strike one. The guy wasn't inside the car. Now he was inside the store. And you have 30-year-old Kenneth Molesky, old Kenny Molesky, had a stumbled inside. Cops found him near the store's deli area. Lying on the floor, passed out with a partially eaten chicken breast lying on his chest. And after they roused him, they placed him under arrest and took him to the hospital because of how hammered he was. Was it a raw? I think it was cooked. And not that it makes a difference in this man's life. It does make a difference. Well, I mean, it does to us, but not to him at this point. I mean, on top of being hammered drunk and being taken to the hospital, Salmonella, it's a very real risk. So he's been charged with DWI, reckless driving, and obstructing a handicapped space. So there you go from Parsippany, New Jersey. Kenny Molesky, you are today's Headline Hoosh. Woo-hoo! You know what we forgot to talk about? You know that space station that fell from the sky oh, yeah. yesterday? It, it did wind up crashing into, uh, into the earth. Did it just burn up on the way in or no? No, it crashed into the South Pacific. Remember, they were saying, "Ah, it's going to crash into Jersey." It would it would it, if it would have hit something, would it have caused damage or no? Like, did they say like how they much have? was left? I mean, it yeah. was a nine-ton space station. But by the time it got there to Earth, they said a lot wow. of it broke up. But they also said that there was some uh, some toxic material. Oh, okay, that's a little serious. So, like, ah, if it falls near you, don't touch it. Now that it hit the water, they can be like, yeah, this was extremely dangerous. 
Well, they're saying that a lot of these dead satellites, they crash on purpose into the South Pacific. So, like, the South Pacific is like a graveyard. Of spacecraft. Of spacecraft. Huh. And they were showing these computer models of how much space junk there actually is orbiting the Earth. And there's a lot. Great. There's a lot of garbage out there. <laughs> Take a look at some of those models. But the thing, but the Chinese space lab did wind up crashing into the uh, into the South Pacific. Whew. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. They were thinking Jersey or Festus. <laughs> As one of two possible areas. <laughs> Remember, I thought we decided we were going to stop referencing no, them. You we oh, no, you decided. You're the one that did it, because then you wanted to pick a new place. Yeah, we were trying to find a new place, and we just couldn't find a better one than You practice. said Terre, but I didn't, I'm not down with uh, that. Did I say that? I thought you said that. No, I think that was your, your suggestion. I don't know about that. Ain't nothing wrong with Festus. I never said that. Yes, Moon? Remember I told you I got a lot of friends uh, on the coast that listen to the show, and multiple people that have listened to the, uh, the podcast said, man, when I come to St. Louis, there's a couple places I got to go. I got I to gotta check out Festus. I got to check out Schnooks and Ledoux. Yeah. <laughs> they always say that. He's the like, Arch, <laughs> the brewery, have some gooey butter cake, toast of wraps. Can you imagine somebody that's pizza? Can you imagine Festus. somebody that's never been to St. Louis and they hear us always talk about Festus and Schnooks at Ladue? They, they're like, "What is a Schnooks?" <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, ah, look at a Schnooks. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap it up. This is the Rizzuto Show. All right, Donnie, I've given it all I can give. That's it. I, man, I'm telling. I, I've realized there's a couple of different parts of Rizzuto that I that I realize that I love a lot. And here, let me let me let me uh-huh, let me this out. I love it when you say something funny. And you know it's funny, and you're waiting for the guys to react, and I can just tell them the tone of your voice. I love that. Uh-huh. But then also, there are certain times where you just say it and then start laughing at yourself, yeah, no yeah. matter if anybody else is laughing yeah, or not. because I know it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donnie, nice to see you. Oh, uh, man, it's great to be back today. Like, I hope you uh, you hope you had a good couple days off. You know, I did, man, and like uh, I got a chance to, to like... Um, I don't sit down and watch movies very much, especially when the kids have school and all the other things going on. So, like, I got to watch a couple of movies. I continued catching up on my Sopranos. We took the kids out of town for a couple days. Like, it was a nice, nice way to get away. Anybody else get this when they're with their family for a week straight? You go, man, I just cannot hang out that much with you guys. (laughs) No. I I, I don't either, man. I don't get that. Christ. I, I love them a lot, but I was very much ready to come back to work today you know family you really make me realize how much i like my job <laughs> i think four days max and then we all need a little break and then we'll we'll get we'll come back together like i'll see you guys at dinner like it's cool give her a try then let's just give her a try then huh. it's called being honest guys <laughs> well it's nice to see you thank you man uh, thank you me. look well rested you look good i'm ready to get after it um Big thanks to King Scott in there. Thank you, King Scott. Yeah. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Uh, well, uh, do soulmates exist? That's in our Sexy Time Fun Facts. We had a whole a lot of Sexy Time Fun Facts. I put a bunch of those up on our social media, too. Make sure you follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Riz Show. We had a hell of a headline hooge with a sleeping man in a grocery store with chicken breast on his ch- on his chest. Mm-hmm. Slightly, slightly chewed. Charged with a DWI. That's a don't miss that. Uh, a whole lot of Riz news. Plus, we also had Super Troopers and Super Troopers 2. Jay Chandrasekhar. 
on the yes. Riz Show last Friday. The video is up, the full interview. And uh, he said some really cool stuff, um, not only if you're a Super Troopers fan, but uh, just about some hanging out with Sean Penn oh, yeah. and a few other things. So make sure you, uh, you, you hear you, that story. You check I that did out. not know. He's, no, he, I have to catch up. He was pretty awesome. Like he said something that happened, and we all were like, "Whoa!" Whoa. I can't believe he said that. I re- Penn, huh? I'm really looking forward to that movie too, man. That first Super Troopers is oh, just a oh, is a gem. And it comes out in 18 days. 420. You guys are genius. Well done. I know. <laughs> Chandra Sekar. Chandra Sekar. Chandra Sekar. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme this week is uh, Japan's not doing it right, and uh, they take a old Western anime, there. and they try and translate it into English, <laughs> and they are doing the voices. It's a whole bunch of messed up. Check it out for yourself. 1057thepoint.com slash what the hell are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, tomorrow on the show, we're going to make our real or fake picks. Brand new cans up there for yeah, you. Yeah, my high. Probably around noon today, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Donnie, we did got coming up. First of all, that was a topic of conversation at my Easter lunch yesterday with my family. What was? was which one fake? of you guys are going to have to walk home, and how horrible is it going to be? And then my mom going, how can they let them do that? So, you, Good you, question. You, <laughs> they're not thrilled. I was going to say, they're, they're not happy. I, I, would, I would bet. But again, you guys coming up at the at the Easter at the old Easter table. Uh, I've got something to give away every hour, including Jimmy World tickets. Counting Crows and Live. I'm not particularly sure how Counting Crows are headlining that show, but we'll move on there. And then also Counting Crows and live, dude. Counting Crows the are first time huge. they've done that. But but I, well, I understand that. But it feels like at this point in life, live should be the headline. I'm thinking dude, maybe they'll I do a switch so. back and forth. Kind I, of thing. I saw them headline over um, who was it? I think Goo Goo Dolls and that Counting Crows. Yeah. And I am not a Counting Crows hater. I would like to put that on on record. I'm just saying, just doesn't sort of seem right. It, right. It, it was surprising to me when I went to that show. I was like, why was Google Dolls playing before them? But everybody stuck around it. Yep. Everybody sang everything Counting Crows. There so. you go. Tons of stuff to give away today. And Cardinal fans, you and I need to have just a real quick uh, reality check. Okay. And by the way, I don't know if you heard my hot take on the Blues, but every point counts now. Ooh, that is a they good gotta one, They got to win all these games. That's that a, a hot one. take. Yeah. Keep them coming, man. Keep hot them coming. Take, man. <laughs> All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Katie Ross one more time. Hey, Wants to hear this song from this band, and uh, that's what we're going to do. And play it for All right, Donnie, thanks. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye It's the Rizzuto Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.